When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to The Last of Us Review for episode seven. I have my own song. Let's hear it. Uh, And it actually relates to the episode. Show me, show me, show me how you do that trick. The one that makes me scream, she said. The spores you've got coming out of your head up your mouth and out your neck show me how you do it and i promise you i promise that i'll run away from you i'll run away from you (laughs) (laughs) what is happening right now so romantic open yourself up to me and i'll run the fuck away (laughs) okay and that hold on so i i actually i am all right i when they get on the carousel in the in the mall, they play The Cures Just Like Heaven in the background. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, dude, I fucking like I didn't have to watch the Easter egg video or anything. I was like, I fucking know that song. But my mind fucked on me and it made me say it's Friday. I'm in love of another popular Cure song. I love so that I was song. like. I was like, yo, Vex, did you fucking catch the song on the carousel? And she was like, oh, my, I, I fucking, I can't place it. I know it. And I was like, it's The Cure. And she's like, oh, I don't know which song, though. And I was like, Friday, I'm in love. And then I was like, just today, I was like, oh, shit. It's just like heaven. Oh, no. And he messaged I messed me. Up. Like, he's, I'm, so, I'm like, oh, dude, it's it's fine. Like, you, uh, it's okay. It's okay. It's not I okay. I that I got it wrong. And he I, like, I just. You. So the song that I just fuck on me, Kelsey. He's just retarded. Okay. (laughs) Oh. Oh. So the song that I just parodied. I here's how much I know that song. I know that fucking song on guitar. So I was so mad at myself that I called it Friday I'm in Love. I was like, that's just like heaven. I that's one of the very first songs I learned on guitar because I went to a guitar teacher for like four lessons, and I was like, yo, bro. I would like to learn just like heaven on guitar, and he was like, all right, well, I can like teach you the the guitar like. like the picking part that like you know that whole the intro you know the intro mm-hmm. girls ladies yep. you know the intro okay <laughs> um but here's what he said Bro, he said my fucking it, cat just took a chunk of meat out of his bowl and just pushed it like three feet away from the bowl this fucking guy just, jesus christ no that, one cares about you, your cats why your don't cats. women understand that we don't care <laughs> Dude, like, what are you doing? This is prime meat you're wasting. Prime meat. That's what they used to call me back in college. Hi-oh. So I was like, yo, bro, can you teach me that song? And guitar teacher was like, yeah, I can teach you, like, the chords that I just played. Um, But the intro part, he's like, actually, they do something weird with the recording, and he had to go look it up. They slowed down the recording of the guitar intro. So he's like, I can teach you the notes they're playing, but it won't sound right because you have to slow down the recording just enough. Like this is a special little area that they did. So then I was like, how do they play that live? And I've been meaning to YouTube it 
because I'm surely the people have recorded the cure playing just like heaven live since it's like, I don't know their most popular song, but I haven't done it. And by the way, welcome to the last of us review where we talk about the cure for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. 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 I'll tell you Unfortunately, what. Unfortunately, there isn't a cure in this universe. Oh, I heard it. <laughs> That's why she makes the big bucks right there, Kelsey. <laughs> Knee slapper. Knee slapper. I you, That joke was so funny, I almost want to hear about your cats. Almost. Okay, don't fuck on me now, yeah. Don't, yeah. don't do that. All right, so the episode opens. It's the snow. It's wintertime. And they're in a neighborhood, mm-hmm. suburbia, and they're in the basement or the garage. Something I don't know. Like that, yeah. The horse is like got snow on it because it goes a little in the garage and snow falls off. And there was and like Joel... blood all over the. You could tell she dragged him because there was like blood stains in the snow all the way up to the house. The horse couldn't have taken him into the garage. I mean, come on. Well, he fell off the horse. Dude, she's got FASD. Okay. Like, just let her be. What did you just spell at me? Uh, fetal alcohol oh. syndrome. Yeah, I don't want to have why... fetal alcohol syndrome. No, no, not you. I meant uh, <laughs> like Ellie does. Ellie oh, does. The fact that you didn't can't. realize she's talking about Ellie and not you makes me wonder if you do. Well, I mean, I do know that my mom's an alcoholic, so I okay, mean, okay. it's here's, possible. Here's and I was, best. I was her fifth child, so there is a distinct possibility. But I was like, Vex, that was hurtful. I was like, gonna, no, no, no. That I, I would upset. never direct such a comment at you, but. If you want to take the FASD test at home, children, take a six-inch Subway sandwich and place it between your eyebrows. Now, if each end (laughs) of that sandwich touches the tips of your, like, the inner tips of your eyebrows, you Uh probably have fetal alcohol syndrome. Oh, is is that the actual test you got to do? Yeah, that's the actual test sponsored by Subway. Yeah, yeah you... I just like using the Subway sandwich as a, a metric unit. That's all. Because <laughs> so you everybody... slap a sandwich on your forehead and, and that's how you know. Yes. Listen, listen, you not everybody knows what a foot looks like, but everybody knows what a foot long looks like. Yes. But you said she, six you inches. She's right. You said to yeah, so you want a half a, a half a foot long. Sorry, everybody knows that too. And then press it up to your forehead. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah. If Imagine it fits if like in a... between your eyebrows, then you're in bad shape. Exactly. I'm just like imagining a meatball sub just like slapped onto someone's forehead and just dripping <laughs> hot lava down their face. And if you want to see all of that hot meatball juice drip down yeah. Kelsey's face, five bucks a month, everyone. Head on over. On Patreon. <laughs> keep going. You got it. That's it. That's it. It was a short little plug. <laughs> Didn't need to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Dude, Vex has got a second wind. So, okay, keep going. Keep going, though. So, um, FASD Ellie can't use the horse, apparently, but she still puts the horse in the garage. Yeah. So anyway. then Joel is laid out on a mattress, and he's like, you got to get out of here. I'm going to die. Find and Tommy, you need you says. need to yeah. find Tommy. Yeah, because he's like, go north. And I was like, go north. That's not where Salt Lake City is, you idiot. And then no, Mrs. She, Yeti. She was telling her to go back find. to. Yeah, there we go. Mrs. Yeti had a a bunch of joy pointing out what an idiot I was for not realizing that he was pointing her back to Jackson. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, to get him some help, I think, was the point, right? No, to get her safe, because he's going to die. Yeah, he knew he was dying. 
So she's like, nah, dog. And I guess she paused as she was opening up the door to go look for shit. And we were supposed to be, thanks to the little end thing where we get behind the scenes look, we were supposed to think, oh, she might be like, fuck you, I'm leaving. But no, no, no. She was actually going into the house to look for, we find out at the end, needle and thr- No, no, we find out now. Just like medical supplies, that's all. But um, I didn't get no, that at all. I just thought end. she was having a tism spasm. Well, she's going all over the place looking for something and she can't find it. And then she goes into the kitchen and goes through like where people would keep their silverware, like just like the drawer below a countertop. A that junk you would pull drawer. Out. Like a afraid. junk drawer. Yeah. And in there she finds a needle and thread. Do you know anybody who keeps a needle and thread in their junk drawer? No. Nope. Like laundry room is where I would go. Laundry room would have needle and thread. Mine's in the bathroom. You, I, I don't carry needle and thread. You don't have a needle and thread at your house? No. Not at all, actually, now that I think about it. Because I suck at, at sewing. I'm the okay. fucking worst at it. Listen, you don't have to be good at sewing. You just need to know that you need to sew yourself back up. And with all these brown recluses biting everyone in your family. Yeah. This might actually, be a good idea. <laughs> do you have a first aid kit? Because goddamn, dude, you might need one. I have one. But I do not have a needle and thread. There should isn't there needles and thread like basic um, stitching stuff in a first aid kit? No, no. What there is though, because I have an outdoor like an outdoor emergency first aid kit. There is mm-hmm. like, um, not not uh, what would you call it? Skin glue. No, because I had to buy that. The the butterfly band aids. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah those butterfly bandages that hold your skin together and then there's like more of a like a a full strip of that that you could put over a wound and that might close it up now when i cut my finger open and i had to go to the emergency care i realized because what they did is they put my hand in a very specific type of wash and then they just used skin glue and they just skin glued my finger back together and i was like oh so i immediately went on amazon and bought some skin glue and it's already come in handy because when i was in missouri having the worst time of my life over the summer, my aunt dropped some glass out of the refrigerator and got a big fucking wound on her leg. And they were like, oh shit, we're going to have to take you to the emergency room like right now. And I was like, actually, because <laughs> I take my first aid kit and I clip it to the headrest of the truck, it looks fucking rad. Let me tell you that. Not only does it look rad, but it comes in handy. I was like, I have skin glue and like everything that we would need. And they're like, oh, cool. <laughs> Here comes Dr. Yef. Nothing makes you feel better than when you have like prepper type shit and you need to use the prepper shit that you've had in the truck for a year and a half. You're like, yeah, (laughs) I have everything we need. Anyway. Proud of you, Yef. Cool, man. So then we get our flashback and yep, we called it. It's the flashback episode where we go back to the last, the left behind DLC. And I think there's a comic book that went with The Last of Us, and it's called American. Kelsey, on your computer. Yeah, I got my computer. What's up? Type in Last of Us comic book. It's called American. That might be it's it. Pon- pontificate for a second. I'm pontificating. American, dream. American Dreams. So there's a comic book about the DLC, and. So those will be referenced quite a bit as we continue forward. So we flat, we do our flashback and it's the gym class and they're running around in a circle. And this girl, Ellie's got her Walkman on. 
who the fuck would have a tape Walkman, like a Walkman that plays tape in 2000? I know, right? Actually, yeah, you're right. Because even then, the Discman was actually more popular. I had like 99, 2000. A hundred percent. I had a portable CD player and it was one that was like anti-skip. And that meant you could jump around and run and all that kind of stuff and it wouldn't skip, but it would eat the fuck out of those double A batteries. Oh my God. It would drain those things. Like it was its job. Yeah. Those those Discmans were popular. I want to say like 93. I would be willing to bet the only reason it was a cassette player is because she was jogging and people would have been like, that shit would skip. No way, because I used to snowboard with my Discman. Yeah, dude, with that gigantic fucking pocket. (laughs) Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, I would. I I have a snowboard jacket from back in my day and it literally has a pocket specifically designed for an iPod mini. (laughs) Aww. That's adorable. <laughs> it's just a perfect little stick of gum size for an iPod mini. Okay, so the Discman was actually launched in 1984. Yeah, wow. but no one had that shit in 84. That's when it was probably like 400 bucks and only like the creme de la creme. Yeah, so I'm thinking early 90s is when, because I remember Alanis Morissette was my very first CD. I remember okay. going to Tempe, Arizona because my sister played soccer. So we'd always have to go to these fucking soccer tournaments in different states. We were in Tempe, Arizona, and I bought some 41s. Does this look infected? And as I was going on the airplane to come back and going through TSA, they had everything go through the x-ray machine. And I was actually like legitimately worried about my CD player and CDs going through the x-ray machine. I was like, yo, is this going to mess it up? And the TSA agent goes, yeah, it's going to remove all the bad words from your music. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you're fucking with me, aren't you? You're fucking with me. I remember that dad joke to this day. Oh, my God. Okay, so Jagged Little Pill, which was the CD that I had, came out in 95. So, And I bought it brand new when it mm-hmm. first came out. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say that my Discman was super popular in the mid-90s. So I'm not saying people wouldn't have like Walkmans around like the tape cassette players, of course. But I think that CD players would have been way more dominant. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Especially. Yeah. Because anyway, I have the so, same thought. Mm, so FASD baby is uh, running. Uh-huh. And then like I didn't I was actually putting a log on the fire when this happened. Did she bump into someone or did someone bump into her? No, no Bethany, like, so, this yeah. dumb bitch came and like ripped her headphones off of her. And then oh. kept running. Mm-hmm. And she was like, give it back to me. Give it back. And Bethany and she was, was like, fuck you. Bethany was like, yeah, dude, what are you going to do about it? Like, your friend is the one who usually fights and not you. So what are you mm-hmm. going to do? Apparently, this is a departure from the comic book where. Oh, what's the chick's name? What's girlfriend's name? Riley. 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 Riley steps in and puts a pound on her. But so Ellie is like, oh, you don't think I'll hit you? And she punches that bitch. And then she gets called into the principal's office. And principal guy is like, hey, dog, we got to talk. You can do two different things with your life. You can either like become nothing. You can be a drunk. You can do all these trashy jobs. You can be out on patrol getting shot at by fireflies. Or you can get your shit together and you can focus and you can become an officer. And officers, we got it good, man. We eat right. We ha- we're warm in the winter and we're cold in the summer, like cool in the summer. So like we have it good. And he 
when he presented her two paths, he put out an empty coffee mug, which is actually symbolic because he's like, you can be a loser. Like you can be an empty cup, dude. Or you can, and then for the symbol for being an officer, he put out keys. He's like, or you can take the path of being an officer. And keys are so symbolic. They unlock things that you want. They get you places. Like it was a very good story writing thing. Mm -hmm. And here's how you know Neil Cuckman didn't come up with it. Because in the comic book, the same thing happens. But all that happens is that the guy, the principal guy who's a Fedra officer, just screams at her and makes Ellie hate Fedra. So somebody was like, I have a better idea. We could make these characters way more in like depth. Way more. We can we can make these characters way more depth. <laughs> we can make Johnny them way Jeff? more deep. Yeah, we can make them way more. Oh yes, and uh, uh, I'm gonna make a grumpy. She bit dude. me finger, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's funny because clearly somebody took Neil Druckmann's idea and they're like, yeah, or we could make this scene meaningful. Huh? Well, and I also like that. Um, like. We're this whole series, we've been thinking of Fedra as like the bad guys. And so it's nice to see some humanity come out of it. Right. Like to have like a cool guy that's like, hey, and he was like, you could you could either have Bethany over you telling you what to do, or you can be the one that tells Bethany where to go, where to where to sleep, where to eat, where to shit. Like Yeah. You, like and I liked that because he like made it personal and he seemed cool and like a nice dude. Which comes in handy when we find out that Riley and her situation has changed and now she's like against Fedra. Yeah. And so like to see Ellie's perspective of like these are humans. And he actually like made the point of despite what people might be saying in the streets, if we weren't in charge, this place would be anarchy and death and it would it just wouldn't work. And yeah, Mm -hmm. because then we got to see Kansas City where shit was not going well. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, Fedra sucks, but they kind of keep things from just going to chaos. And so he kind of actually makes a good point to Ellie, who's kind of stubborn and an asshole. And she kind of listened because he was like, do you want to be in charge and tell Bethany what to do? Or do you want Bethany to be telling you to scrub toilets? Think about it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, huh. and then she goes back to her room. And she, we notice a bed is empty, and apparently her roommate, Riley, who's her best friend, has run off. And she comes back that night and sneaks up on Ellie, and Ellie freaks out and pulls her knife on her. And guess what? Because of the comic book, now I know what the fucking significance of the knife is. <gasps> Let's hear it. Her mom gave it to her. Oh. That's where she got the knife. I guess it's explained in the comic book. Oh, I thought the knife was from Riley. I well, I suspected it was going to be from Riley, and that's why she always because she's point she's played with the knife and looked at the knife. Like the knife has been not really talked about, but um, Ellie's character has definitely made it so that we're aware of this knife, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, nope, turns out it's from her mom. So my guess was that it was from Riley, but I was wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah, Vex, you awake? Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm just I'm trying to keep these cats from fucking mauling each other. That's all. Cool, dude. You should do a podcast about cats. No, I, I, I can't. I can't. You can't? <laughs> Keep you going. Cat, cat? I'm kitten. You, you, you could hear my cat fucking smacking his legs. Oh, I should right have said, now. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> there we go. Now we're getting <laughs> to the cat puns. 
I think that a cat related podcast sounds perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Tell you what, these Last of Us reviews are doing fucking amazing. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's keep going, squad. Let's keep going. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we interrupting your cat viewing? No, no, no. I, I want I want you to get along. Get, get, you want go. me to get in that ass? Okay, yes. I'll get in that ass. So Riley shows up that night and is like, hey, dog, I signed up to be a firefly. And Well, Riley shows up and sticks her hand over Ellie's mouth. Yeah. Like, like a fucking psycho who sneaks in the window in the dead of night. It's like 2 a.m. And sticks her hand over her mouth. Right. Does she want to then... fucking die? Yeah, because Ellie, I know, right? And you would probably know that Ellie has that knife because she plays with it every fucking minute time. she can. Yeah. yeah. That would be like if you came and snuck up on me while I was sleeping. Do you, have I not mentioned to you guys enough that I have a gun on me or near me all the time? Totally. Yeah, you're strapped all the time. So I literally am right now. So sneaking up on me, good idea or bad idea? Bad idea. And right. good idea. And these are, these are <laughs> recruits too. Like these are trained to be soldiers type of people. Mm-hmm. And right. Riley sneaking in the fucking window and sticking her hand over her mouth. What the fuck, bitch? Listen, guys, we all know why Riley did that. I mean, just look at her. Those kind of people are always just stupid. So people with dreads. What? Women. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Wait a minute. I was intentionally misleading you there. <laughs> I was like, she's not blonde, so. So, how old is Ellie in this show? Fourteen. But 14. Riley looks eighteen, right? Riley she's looks like she's in her twenties. Yeah, Wait, she's... Ellie's supposed to be seventeen? No, 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 Riley's supposed to be seventeen. Right. This is the point I'm making. So, are we a hundred percent sure that Ellie's supposed to be fourteen? Yeah, I don't think so. No. Yeah, give I it think a goose. Kelsey, type in Ellie Last of Us age. She in the game, she's fourteen, but I feel like they've made her older in the show. Well, let's. We might have a clue. Um. Okay. Yes, she is a brave fourteen-year-old girl in the show. <gasps> in the show. <gasps> Hold on. I can't hear you over Vex's retching. In the show, she's. In the show, she's confirmed to be 14. Yes. Okay. So she is a roommate with a 17-year-old girl? Let no, me... no. Actually, you know what? That's not the, even the weird part. I, I can actually get past, because Riley says, like, oh, I'm about to turn 17 next week, right? Right. So... And that's why she got her orders of where she's going to be stationed, because she's going to turn 17. Yes. Right. And considering yeah. that this is the apocalypse or whatever, I'm sure it's pretty hard to find, like, girls your age perfectly to always room, Right. So I can get past that part, in all honesty. But the fact... And here's the thing. If Ellie's 14 in the show, then in this flashback, she could potentially be 13. (laughs) And she makes out with... A 16-year-old. A 16-year-old who's who's literally... Well, hold on. She ran away because she got her paperwork, right? Because she was turning 17. And that was three weeks ago. So now she's probably 17. Yeah, And here's the other thing that I think is extra creepy. 18 is usually the age when we consider somebody an adult, right? Yep. And that's when you would give them their orders. That's when you can join the military. That's when you can get, like, a job. So I'm going to bet that they purposely said that she gets her orders when she's 17 because they knew 18 would be too creepy. 
because really, what sense would it make for them to be like, here's your marching orders at 17 when our entire society is like 18s when you're an adult? What right. fucking sense does that make? So, you know, they were like, oh, we got to we got to we got to tack that down at least a year. Yeah. And it is it's noticeable difference, though, because Riley's at least a foot taller than Ellie. Fucking Riley looks like Brittany Griner. Let's be honest. Let's be honest, <laughs> I should say. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah. So Fucking funny. put a picture of Brittany Griner next to the girl that played Riley in tonight's episode and tell me. you. I think her name's like Stormy piece. Daniels or something. That's a porn Storm- star, dude. Stormy Reed, I think is what it was. <laughs> I know, Bex. I'm being hilarious. <laughs> a Canadian porn star who apparently killed herself or something like five years ago, which I didn't know. So Stormy Daniels? Yeah, Stormy Daniels OD'd. Like five years ago, the one no. who banged Trump. Oh no! no I'm thinking of a different blonde. Porn I don't blame star. you. Yeah. Porn stars are pretty known for dying young. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, wrong porn star, wrong porn star. Yeah, do your research, damn it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to watch more porn. Clearly, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> you know what? I have a stash of VHS tapes you could borrow. Oh, Vex, you got to listen to when me and Kelsey were talking before you showed up. It was very fun. Okay, okay. And let me say, so I was going to get into it with you about, like, not retweeting or on my Twitter enough. And that was just for funniness. You do plenty for old 8750. And I appreciate you. It's okay. I understand that just like the jabs that I throw at you, none of this is serious. We're buds. It's all good. Cool, man. Cool. We've just reached a new level of friendship. That's how you do it, guys. That's how you make and maintain friendships in your 30s. <laughs> really? I thought we were supposed to maintain friendships by putting on scary masks and dancing on top of glass tabletops that are not meant to hold the weight of a 14-year-old. I, and a I thought for sure that those tabletops were going to break, too. Mm-hmm. And they even showed their feet jumping and bouncing on it. I was like, dude, somebody's falling through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah, we're, we're jumping the gun here a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we are jumping way ahead. So... Riley shows up and is like, yo, dog, I joined the Fireflies. Ha 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 ha. And Ellie's like, fuck off. No, you didn't. And then she shows her a gun. And the gun that she has with her, I'm pretty sure might be my gun that I actually carry with me. I think it's a SIG um, P938, which is like a little mini 1911. I'm pretty sure I have that gun. Nice. But the yeah, but the sights look different. Mm, okay. Oh, I don't know. Uh, somebody who's more into guns will probably be like, uh, no, that was actually a Kimber. And I'm like, eh, eh, eh. Oh, that, but that anyway. gun is tiny. I just Googled it. It's pretty small and adorable. Thanks. Uh, a P9, <laughs> a P238 is even small. It's like the perfect concealed carry gun. I fucking love that gun, except for it doesn't hold that many bullets. That's the only downside. But it's a little 380. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Mrs. Yeti has one, and I fucking love it. Oh, that's cute. It's real good. It shoots real nice. I am very jealous of that gun. The dudes that are holding it have the biggest hands in the world, or this thing is just that tiny. It's pretty small, but it's like, it's so good. They make a pink and purple one, y'all. They make like a, like a rainbowed. It's like it's like the color of oil when oil sits on top of water. Oh, I'm it's looking at it. I'm it's looking really at it. cool. It's yeah. really oh, that's cool. like the the oil spill skin in Call of Duty, basically. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> or the oil spill skin in Ohio right now. Oh, oh, hey, oh, our the oil spill that just happened in North Florida today as well. Are you kidding me? 
Yeah, there's a a train carrying, I think it was gasoline that toppled over as well. In, what? Uh, Somebody did a tweet. Into this. Somebody did a tweet where it was a train like rolling over at a railroad crossing. It was just like, go and find one minute. And then it just rolls over like an old dog. And the quote that they put above the tweet was like, do these things ever stay on the rails? And I laughed so hard. <laughs> <laughs> do these things ever stay on the rails? I'm starting to think like it, this is less of a conspiracy thing and more just like because the one big one happened, now all the other ones are magnified times 10 a little bit. Yeah. I am starting to wonder like why there's so many. Like it's either sudden, it's either yeah. that they're over-reporting on it because it's such a like topic of conversation or like these things are like getting blown up by somebody and we need to fucking figure out who it is. Kelsey, mm -hmm. I'll put my finest people on the case. Skeets, I'm calling you into action, buddy. Skeets, I need you to figure out what the fuck is going on with these railways. Report back by calling into the 8750 hotline. Yep. Make sure you move it, move it, shake it, shake it when you do. 720-306-1171. I just did a drop over you talking, so there's no way anybody heard you. But what Was it right, though? I don't even 720 know. 1171 is oh, the 8750 hotline. I got yeah, you right. It. Yay, me. <laughs> Yay. That was from okay. memory, too. That was pretty badass. Okay. So Riley's like, you want to come with me and have the best night ever? And Ellie's like, nah. But then she eventually convinces her to go. Mm -hmm. They jump over rooftops and they go up a building. And when they go up a building, they find a dead fella. And Riley's like, this guy wasn't here before. What the fuck? Ellie is so creepy. Sorry, I dropped my guitar pick. I'm still playing with my I heard, guitar I pick. heard the guitar string in there for a moment. Mm -hmm. um, so Ellie's like, oh my god, that dead, is that a dead guy? Can I go touch it? Like She gets super weird about it. Yeah. And they see that he's got a freshly opened bottle of like some booze and some pills on the ground next to him. And, and they're like, oh, he committed suicide, clearly. Which I have a problem with this scene as well that's about to happen. I do too because like if you were drinking to the point of killing yourself there's no way that you would have that much booze left in your bottle. I used to do myself some some drinking and I never left that much booze behind. Speaking um, of left behind. <laughs> not It wasn't that. No. So like the the they're just like oh this, this is cool. I've never seen a dead body basically, right? Cuz we get to see more of like Ellie with no fucking soul apparently. And then because these are all 20 plus year old buildings that haven't been properly maintained, like the body just kind of falls through the floor but they managed to save the alcohol so they leave the building and they're outside they're just like, oh, we, should, we should have it you know because you know teenagers like to drink right and my thinking is is you just saw you first of all not only it was this sitting next to a dead guy which is kind of gross but on top of that you saw that he clearly had pills so who's to say he swallowed the pills instead of crushing them up and putting it in the alcohol mm -hmm. right that was my yeah. issue there like this what is a like leap a of faith they're doing just so they can get a little wasted and right. what if he had some sort of mouth disease or like std or some shit and they're just like drinking out of the same bottle as this dead guy that has his slobber all up i in don't that know shit. too many diseases that live well on a bottle for days at a time well especially she, a bottle of booze it wasn't days because um riley was just she just went through there she said yeah this guy wasn't here yesterday she yeah. said oh yeah all right fair enough so, yeah, he could have just died a minute ago. Plus, like, he falls. First of all, it's been 20 years since shit went down. Most buildings are going to be pretty much fine after 20 years. 
I don't know, dude. Plot convenience, we'll say. 20 years of just standing there? Like, the exteriors might be weathered and need, like, a coat of paint. But, like, they're not going to be so dilapidated that, like, floors are falling through. Are you kidding me? The house that you're sitting in, when was it built, Vex? 1950s, something. And the floor is still fine? Uh oh well it's a single single story home so like that well you have a crawl space underneath you or something right it's not yeah, just yeah, the fucking do. ground right and we you do. haven't fallen through it have you nope nope well Kelsey don't... the house that you lived in in Colorado how old was that uh it was built in fifty five floors were good floors were good but we also were not bombed like these cities all were apparently oh yeah I forgot about that for a moment but this isn't inside the safe zone like I doubt yeah they're gonna be rebuilding I don't think that area. they bombed every inch of every city plus if a bomb hits your building the building gets blown up and then the part that wasn't blown up is okay yeah but I mean there's sh- like let's well say that was a stupid lying- thing to say sorry I gotta take that back that was really dumb yeah because I'm like <laughs> there, there's outer lying buildings that could get hit by bricks and shit from the blown up buildings you know, I like, think you're giving this show entirely too much credit. I am. I think we are. pointing yeah. out yeah. that 20 years is not that long when it comes to like wood and concrete and stone and rebar is pretty good point. But pipes can break. And yeah, then, sure uh, they can. And then wood rot. I don't know. I did think I'm it was just... fucking weird. I'll agree. Most with you. apartment so complexes have like concrete separating floor from floor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have the to the window and to the wall. Yeah. So this mm-hmm. your ten embos. <laughs> Kelsey, you know. You oh, know about this shit, girl. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. They decide to have this alcohol. You know, they take their risks, whatever. And then what? It's just like they're still walking around. Right? He's like, oh, these night lights are lo- new. And, and by the like, way, yeah. this is when Ellie laying it on thick starts. And they start drinking the booze together. And Ellie's like leaning into every word. And she's mm-hmm. very like, kiss okay. me. Kiss me. <laughs> Um, it's yeah, very obvious. She's got a crush on Riley and whatnot, right? So, which they, is so they... dumb because later on we find out that Riley likes her too. So why haven't they been making out and like get like the? In- they were roommates, and this is finally when it comes up that they like each other. Are you kidding me? And I felt like, if I can just be honest for a second, I felt like the dynamic between Ellie and Riley should have been more of like a sisterly friendship. Yes. I think that them trying to like I know that the game was romantic. I get it. But that doesn't necessarily need to happen here for the story to be the same. Like it's, it's so weird. And if they're already going to do a full episode of a gay couple, it seems a little bit odd. Oh no, put- what are the odds that in this show every couple that we've seen, the majority have been gay. So let's think about the couples we've seen. Bill and Frank, gay. We've seen Joel and Tess, kind of a couple, but straight couple. Fuck and now, buddies, basically. And now we see, oh no, and then um, Joel's brother, Tommy, and his girlfriend, who's soon to be wife, or no, wife, soon to be mother. So straight couple. And then uh, we got Ellie and Riley. So mm-hmm. we've seen four couples in this show. Yeah, and <laughs> Half I, of them are gay. And what I, are the odds? And I just feel like it, it made more sense. Like their dynamic and their friendship, like to be a sisterly love. Like I think the whole romantic kiss that they shared for a moment wasn't really necessary they could have had the same plot line the same relationship the same like love towards each other without it and being the way romantic. that riley was like hey i want to show you all this stuff in a mall i don't know hold on i feel like we're jumping the gun a little bit again yeah we are and i gotta go on a rant at some point about like 
who writes this fucking shit. So I don't know when it'll be appropriate. Oh, let's let's save that rant for the end because I think all of us are bottling in some comments about this. But let's get through the plot first. Okay, you're right. So uh, then they go to the mall. Mm-hmm. Apparently, like they built some new housing, or they re like they cleared out some new apartments. And because mm-hmm. of doing that, they put some new like those apartments on the grid. And that also put the mall on the grid. And only mm-hmm. Riley supposedly knows about this. So mm-hmm. they go down. Ellie's like, where are we? And they're in like a breaker room. Riley's like, go through this door, walk 20 paces, turn left and yell back when you're there. And I got so sick of this happening over and over and over again. Ellie's like, no, I don't want to. And Riley's like, just do it. Trust me. And she's like, okay, fine. Like that dynamic happens every single time they go to a new thing in the mall. And it's like, fucking i get it it's annoying yeah which is weird because just go ellie's not like that with joel like the same ellie is like fuck you i do what i want don't tell me what to do like i'm just gonna go do whatever you know just just to point out remember in one of the earlier episodes ellie points out that she got bitten like a few weeks before yeah. And it healed over. So yeah, there's a very good possibility that Ellie's not 13 in this episode. Oh, okay. She's probably 14. All right. So it's still 13. weird. It's just less weird. Yes. Yeah. Um, and well, that also points out that how quickly, like she's a totally different Ellie. She's kind of a puss. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really do anything on her own. She needs Riley to like lead her around by the nose. And then when we meet Ellie, she's like, I'm tough. I'm a badass. I do whatever the fuck I want to do. And like all you people need to get out of my way. And let me do what I need to do. Yeah, but apparently three weeks ago, she was a total bitch. See, and I feel like the roles would have been flip-flopped if this was a real person. Mm -hmm. Like, you would think that you're invincible as a teenager and that you can do whatever the fuck you want, blah, 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 until your best friend fucking dies in a horrific way. Yeah, and then you become scared of the world again. Yes. Yeah, then you'd be more like, I'm afraid. Right. Right, and that's kind of like the Ellie that we get in the actual Last of Us game where she's timid and scared of the world and then she gets comfortable with Joel and then we see this fucking swears all the time and doesn't back down kind of Ellie because there's a purpose for her again. She has a connection with someone, but that's all totally foregone here for some yeah. reason. Yeah. So then they, she goes around, the flips the breaker, turns out, oh, it's a mall. Wow. And Ellie's like, oh my God. And so the first thing she's like, I'm going to show you the four wonders of the mall. And then they go down an escalator and Ellie's like, oh my God, dude, these moving stairs are so, and then they start playing ahas, like take on me. Which is just weird because why is are we throwing and it's a huge 80s vibe. This whole episode is 80s vibe. Mm-hmm. Well, all the music so far has been a very 80s, 90s vibe. It hasn't been anything that you would expect to hear in 2003 when everything yeah. went down. Like, where's no doubt? <laughs> like, where's the offspring? Like, this, where's these yeah. girls? Where's Lip Biscuit? Like, there's no, none of this is 90s, it's, like, late. It's very, very odd. Because, like, I, I don't know if you guys are noticing this trend in, in Hollywood as well, where 80s. we're just doing this 80s revival, but it's not, it doesn't feel organic at all. It doesn't feel like I'm looking at, I think the Stranger Things series is the only series that has probably done 80s revival good in just, like, the visuals and the setting. But aside from that, it just seems out of place in a lot of these other movies. I fucking love it. I love the 80s retro feel. And it's not even like how the 80s really were. It's more like a, a dream version of what the 80s were. And I fucking yeah. love it. I love it, dude. Yeah. I love Synthwave. I love it. Me too. Me I too. do too. So there, oh gosh, I wish I remember, I noted this down or something. But when they're talking about the quote moving, oh yeah, they're talking about quote moving stairs. So 
what's her face? Riley is 17, right? Which means she was born after the Fung apocalypse, right? Yeah. That's, there we go. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, so how would she know what an escalator is? And how would she remember that word if it's not something she would regularly use? It was a weird thing. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. did you stop and read? I just, yeah. in the same world where these people are thro- falling through floors, like, dead bodies are falling through floors because things are so dilapidated, how are neon bulbs still lighting up? Yeah. yeah. Which one is it? I don't okay, know. so the escalator is in totally wild to Ellie. She loves it. She's like, this is so great. She's like, mm-hmm. is this the first wonder? And she's like, oh, I keep forgetting her name. Riley. Riley's like, no. I guess we'll call it the five wonders of the world. So, or of the mall. So yeah, that is one. There you go. And then they get down and they start walking and they walk across a Victoria's secret store. Mm-hmm. This was awkward. This, this was, was really fucking weird. So again, this is a 17 year old girl and a 14 year old girl. They stop at the Victoria's secret store because they were having a conversation. They're like, when everything went down, all the stores that had stuff that you would want got raided and looted and there's nothing there. But mm-hmm. the stores that, so they, they look over at the shoe store and the shoe store empty because people needed shoes. Mm-hmm. But stores that sold stuff like this, apparently people didn't need it. And it's the lingerie store. And they stop and they're looking at like just a fucking, this is like not even bra and panties. This is like some kinky, it's just like a G-string that goes up. It basically looks like what Borat wears, that like green <laughs> <laughs> you know that like, green it's a, thong it's like a little thong it's a bodysuit technically which again this is another weird thing because this isn't, wasn't something that was regularly sold at victoria's secret during this In time era. this is very much a modern thing uh, like early 2000s yeah so this is like seriously a piece of fabric goes between the mannequin's butt cheeks and then up and straps around the thing's shoulders what the oh, fuck you know what okay think of Everyone's seen the Call on Me music video by Eric Prides, right? Where it's the hot ladies dancing around in the 80s gym wear and the no. hip thrusting and everything. Okay, you've definitely seen it. Call on me, call on me, call on... You know that song? Keep singing, maybe I'll get it. <laughs> That's all the song is. And then oh. it's hot ladies oiled up dancing in 80s fucking workout gear, right? But it's like those leotards? Yes. Well, I mean, less skimpy but the same kind of it, it's a v-shape and it hugs the crotch and all that no, just stuff, picture so. it's exactly what borat wears that lime green thong thing that's I exactly think, it i think your listeners will appreciate the eric pride's version because that's no far one knows what the visually. fuck you're talking is this a canadian thing is eric Pride's no like it was big a very Canada? popular thing across the world i you know what when this episode goes up in the discord the I world is bigger video. than nova scotia you know that right I don't even live in Nova Scotia, nor have I been to Nova Scotia, bro. So, like, like I care, you Canuck. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just kidding. Um, <clears throat> so then they have this exchange where they're like, "Wow, look at that! People actually wore that." Yeah, and then like Riley stops and laughs as Ellie looks at it, and Ellie's like, "What?" And she goes, "I'm just imagining you wearing that." And Ellie's like, "Stop!" And then Riley walks off. She's like, "Come on, let's go." And Ellie stops and looks at herself. And then the reflection, it kind of lines Ellie up to be like where the thing is so that it yeah. kind of looks like she's wearing the thing. Because like it's been edited in such a way, too, that you don't see the rest of her body reflected in the glass. Just her face. I just her face. It's her face. And then it's the back like of the thong thing. And it's like, what the fuck are we doing, guys? This is a 14-year-old girl. 14. I get that the actress playing her is 18, 
okay, but in the story, she's a 14 year old girl. And you're, it's like putting her head ghostly over a thong. Why? And then you're having her and a 17 year old girl that she kisses later. And apparently they've been into each other, which it's kind of an age gap, kind of an age gap, dude. If baby Yeti grows up to be like a four, like she's 14 and she starts like, oh, I'm, I'm dating this kid who's 17. I'm be like, no, no, no. Tap the fucking brakes. 17 year old is way more developed than you. Like mentally. Nah, dude. Nah, dog. Mm hmm. I agree. I agree. I would be tapping. Nope. You are not hanging out in that friend circle no more. We are moving to Montana. Is, Goodbye. And this is interesting because a lot of people make this argument. like, oh, like 14 and 17 isn't okay, but like fucking 20 and 23 isn't like, yeah. Yeah. Because there's a huge fucking leap in mental and emotional development between 14 and 17 versus 20 and 23. Yep. And that's why 100%. I think I got like sisterly vibes too, because like, it's like Riley is showing Ellie the ropes like a sister would if riley looked at ellie like a little sister it would make way more fucking sense totally yeah, yeah. but no because when they wrote this that's when Na naughty dog the jump the woke shark after the last of us one is when they were like <laughs> and the last of us one was like eh, it, i didn't notice any woke shit in it whatsoever like thinking back it's like oh now that we're like more sensitive to woke shit it's like oh i didn't even realize um but I didn't know or care back when I played The Last of Us 1. And then I heard about the DLC and I was like, what the fuck is this? How are you going to make a 14-year-old gay? That's so weird. That's just so weird. You don't even know what you are at 14. Like, it doesn't make sense at all. No. And I you don't even really care. Like, I swear to God, 14, I was so much more into like Dragon Ball Z and skateboarding. Dude, right. I <laughs> fucking was still into Pokemon at 14. Like right. <laughs> I literally remember, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I... I liked girls at 14 and I was like dating this girl. And I distinctly remember I jumped her on a skateboard <laughs> because I was way more into that than I was like, like I had a girlfriend. She was a girl that I liked. Like, you know, we liked each other, but I didn't really know what that meant or what to do with that energy. So I funneled that into literally I jumped her on a skateboard. <laughs> nice. And then she drew in marker on my grip tape and like wrote her name. That's, that's what dating you know, that's, was. That's high tea right there. That's really high tea from a young lady. <laughs> nice, nice. I approve. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, no. This this doesn't make any sense, and this kind of is reflective of how hyper fucking sexualized some of these kids are these days. Right, which is really unfortunate as well. But it again, is, you're so right. This is not something like okay. Let's not ignore it. Like let's face it. Like shit was really sexualized in the '90s and early 2000s as well. Like just look at every female pop star music video compared to today, right? But yeah, at the same time, it was still that transition period where you know 14 year olds didn't fucking care about gender identity or if you were gay. That's so just this so funny. I didn't even think about that, guys. When I was 14. Doing stuff with girls meant hanging out with her and jumping her on my skateboard. <laughs> but like, at 14, hanging out with a boy, if I maybe liked him, was him just fucking holding my hand. Literally. Right. You just now, hang out and talk or like play pranks and stuff. Yeah, right. I, need, I need a clarification. When you say jumping her on your skateboard, you mean yeah. you take the skateboard and jump over her while she lays on the ground, right? Okay. Thank you so much for letting me get into this in more detail. <laughs> the middle school that I grew up next to had these gigantic cement ledges that were fucking awesome for skateboarding. They were like three foot tall and then like it went down a hill, like, but the cement stayed level. So then it was like six, seven foot tall at the other end. 
and there is a sidewalk into the parking lot. So you could jump six feet in the air on your skateboard and land in a parking lot. It's fucking dope. But so what I did is I had her lay down under the ledge at the three foot side. And so I rode off the ledge and jumped over her. And so it was like her and her friend, because like me and my me and my I've talked about Jordan before. It was me and Jordan and these two girls. And then we just jump them on our skateboard. So imagine it's like this is a girl I like. Hey, lay down on the concrete. <laughs> okay. I'm going to jump you on the skateboard. And they're like, no. And it was like, no, 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 no. It's going to be rad. <laughs> okay. That makes way more sense than the image that I had in my head, which was like you trying to get with her while you were on a skateboard. And I was like, huh? You're trying to How jump did her you bones? Get that out of, oh, jumping her bones. Yeah. I was like, you oh. jumped her on a skateboard? What the no, fuck? No, I, okay. Here, let me say that I ollied <laughs> off a ledge over this girl. Okay. That I really liked. And that was dating Jeff back in the day. Okay. Maybe I'm just retarded, but like I'm sure there's a listener out there somewhere. We need to get like you me. a six inch subway sandwich so you can press it against your face. Yeah. You I, I need to know how far apart my eyebrows are. It's really important. Uh okay. So yeah, they're going through this mall, and after the whole Victoria's Secret thing, uh, she's like, Oh, there's one more. Like, here's the biggest surprise. And this is where the carousel scene comes in. And you have the Can you, hear, Park. So can you hear it say noise canceling off when I hit that button? No. Oh. So anyway, the song that plays in the background during this part is Just Like Heaven by The Cure. Which is, it's not the exact song, by the way. It's like a, like a twinkly version of it. Yeah, yeah, it's like, a, a obviously, it's, it's like a carafel. Yeah. A I like carafel? how Kelsey under, shut up. I like how Kelsey <laughs> gets <laughs> That of course it's not the actual song playing. It's like a carousel version of it. And she's like, yeah, duh. <laughs> Just a second ago, she thought like jump on a skateboard, but I was trying to like have intercourse with this girl with using a skateboard. Yeah, I did not understand that. I was like, huh? What? It's okay. Just like you instantly shit on Vex for not understanding. It's a Tuesday. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. So yeah, so, they're yeah. riding around on this fucking carousel and you're getting more eye fucking vibes and all that stuff between minors minors <laughs> i'd just like to join out point yeah out. yeah yeah okay. they're getting I mean, wasted while shwasted, riding around yes. on a carousel which is the worst idea if you get wasted imagine how sick they would be it's not which like is... this is the first piece of media to have kids that well, like aren't 18 date but like it's quite the age gap and well, i don't know it's not even that well back to kelsey's point on the wasted on the thing right yeah um, just like to say, like, how often, given the world that these girls are living in, do they, A, get access to alcohol they can ever drink, and B, be, like, exposed to <clears throat> that take you round and round? Like, these girls rightfully should have been fucking vomiting all over the place. Especially oh, totally. they're drinking, like, what, what, like, we don't know exactly what booze bottle they picked up, but it was a dark brown liquid, so we can assume whiskey, rum, yeah. uh, like a spiced rum. Like, that will, shit will fuck you up. <laughs> Yeah, that, will, and the, that will fuck you up. They're children who have never really drunk before, right. drank before. So, yeah, dude, they're going to be fucking annihilated. And not only that, as soon as they take a first sip, they're going to be like, ah, ah. Yep. And they're going to be ralphing all over the because carousels are dizzying anyway. But then the horses go up and down as you go round and round. <laughs> and you're drinking. Move it, shake, it, shake it, move it, move it, shake it, shake it, move it, move it, shake it. Yeah, but no, exactly. that just goes back to the point where fucking again, these girls have probably never been on a carousel, and that would make someone very 
dizzy the first time around. But the way they play up them drinking is like they're kind of drunk when the story needs them to be, but other than that, they're sober too. So it's it's an unnecessary addition to this whole fucking weird scenario that really could have just been left out. Like their romance could have really been left out. Well, then they're not pushing an agenda, you see. And that's that reigns supreme. Yeah. Which, uh, by the way, the showrunner did say um, that they are trying to get, they're pushing stuff on the audience. And if you don't like it, don't watch it. And then Bella Ramsey was like, oh, if you don't like episode three, don't watch it. And then the Riley chick was also like, oh, if you don't like episode seven, don't watch it. So these people are, they're gaslighting you a little bit at this at this and dear listener yeah dude if you agree with them and you don't want to watch it that's fine don't worry yeti f that's why i'm here for you that's why i watched it that's why me and my crew kelsey balls vex electronica we watched it for you we did we'll tell you everything you need to know you'll go watch it Mm -hmm. yeah you don't need to watch that shit you just listen to us and we will tell you all about it all the juicy bits and then some Mm, juicy bits and And oh Oh, oh, don't don't give them five bucks. What does HBO Max cost or HBO Go or whatever the fuck they call themselves now? Like 14 bucks, 15 bucks, dude, for a third of the price, five dollars a month. You can become an A750 patron. You can get in that discord. You can come hang out with us. Be our buddy. You can get the episodes early. You can get into the chats where we talk about the episodes. You can see pictures of Kelsey's rotting booby. Uh, uh, hold on. Kelsey's juicy rotting yeah uh, yeah that's right that's right that's right that's right that's right Dude, even, i'm cringing <laughs> about titties, my own boobs kelsey's titties <laughs> have been described as fappable <laughs> by, by some dudes they were perfect up until this incident dude that's gonna leave a scar don't you think oh for sure i think we'll so i'm gonna split again, this up into worry. two parts so hey dear listener if you're listening to only the review just before the review, I'm going to put out an episode of like what we talked about getting ready to talk about their review. That's where we talk about Kelsey got a spider bite and it's fucking horrific. So mm-hmm. just go back one episode for details. Anyway, so yes, they're making a bunch of eye vibes and they're getting a real all like looking at each other. And then they have a conversation about the fireflies and Federer. Like Ellie's like, like, why are you leaving? Like, why don't you just stay? And... I can't remember exactly what they talk about, but it breaks their romantic moment. And Ellie says some shit that she's like, I just think that you're getting involved in something like a group of people that you don't truly understand. And I'm worried about like where that's going to take you. She says a bunch of shit where I'm like, wait a minute. I texted this to Vex. I was like, these are supposed to be a 14 and 17 year old. And they're speaking like with the type of rationality of like people in their 20s at least. So how do I get in on the thoughts about the episode before we pod text? Kelsey isn't in on this. What? Oh, oh, it's on disc. It's on uh, Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I need to I get don't, in on this. I don't this. touch the discords. Well, much. here's the. She's not in Discord as much as she should be. And I was like, well, do you have Messenger? Because I was like, let's make a Messenger group with Vex. Mm-hmm. And Vex is like, I got rid of Facebook. Everything Facebook related when they did blah blah blah. And I was like, oh, there you go, girl. You're off the grid now. You've done it. <laughs> hey man, if I can it. avoid it, I'll do it. Right. You just said it in such a way like I'm off the grid. <laughs> no one. I, no one I, okay, me. I don't recall saying that I was off the grid, first of all. I just well, said I again, don't like Facebook and I deleted all their shit after that. There's but, my memory of the way things happened. And then there's the way that actually happened. And oh, in my memory, gotcha. you were very uh, Jesse Ventura. You were okay, like, I'm gotcha. off the grid. I'm down um, in Mexico. Kelsey, what we can do is we will make a Twitter group chat for us. Okay. And Kelsey doesn't us. check Twitter, though. Yes, I do. Barely. Do. Okay. All right. Fine. We'll make a Twitter one. There you go. 
Um, but okay. yeah, uh, none of the the thoughts that Ellie has about this, like, yes, again, here's the thing. I understand that this is a post-apocalyptic world, and that probably molds a lot of the thinking that you have. But, and there's some wording that they threw out during this conversation as well, like fascist pigs and propaganda. And all I'm thinking is, okay, if Fedra is as bad as they are, they're not going to be necessarily throwing out words like fascist and propaganda. Because that gives you an inkling of kind of individual thought. Yeah. If uh, they were as, and in the uh, DLC and in the comic book, Ellie is actually pretty proud of Riley and is like, oh, dude, dope. Like, congratulations. And like, shakes, like, gives her a hug or something. So well, I just I, think it's funny that the idea, I'm sorry for cutting you off like four no, times no, in a row. It's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think it's hilarious that Neil Cuckman came up with the DLC and he came up with the comic book, but clearly a better writer was like, wouldn't it be more interesting if Ellie's kind of like on the fence about this whole thing and is leaning more towards Fedra? Wouldn't that make it an interesting dynamic? And Cuckman must have been like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that is better. Yeah, yeah. He's cucked, though, right? But yeah, it's just the language that these girls are using. It's very 2023 and not very post-apocalyptic 2003 which i thought was and again they kept they threw out the term the phrase like three times fascist pig which is another thing that really just rubbed me the wrong way because typically when you hear people use that phrase today it's usually those crazy like purple-haired people that are like super anti-trump and think that he's the next hitler or something like that yeah they think that you must say and do everything that they say and do otherwise you're a fascist exactly And then we see that, like, Riley's been making, like, homemade bombs because she's been sleeping in the the mall. You're way too far ahead. You're jumping ahead. Okay. We'll come back there. Don't worry. We'll come back because I do have thoughts on those bombs. Yes, we all do. We've got bombs drop on those bombs. (laughs) Yeah. You're full of them tonight. Damn. Look at you go. Oh, what can I say? It's my explosive personality. (laughs) <laughs> I almost missed it. And then I was like, yeah, you got me. It's all, I'm just fragging him in there now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kelsey, Kelsey, you hear this shit? <laughs> all right, put a pin in it. <laughs> oh, I heard it. <laughs> All right, it's like down, the dad jokes are just really. Oh, Kelsey, are you gonna blow it again or? Yes, Kelsey, she keeps him coming. She keeps Kelsey, I farted twice laughing that hard. Twice. I didn't hear him. Oh my god. Uh. In the yeah, mic, it get... didn't happen. Yeah, you got to get fucking Kayla's headphones to pick up those parts now. <laughs> Kayla's headphones are intense, man. We can hear her farts so many times. I would love for a super fan to come up with a, a cut of like all of her farts linked together. Um, but anyways, yeah. So after the they have that discussion and they're just like, okay, like whatever. I don't know. She's going to leave, right? And she just like supports her decision or whatever. So Is this where she was like, I got my papers and they were going to make me work in a shit sewage detail and Mm -hmm. so that's why she fucked off i think that's where they have that conversation and then to like break the tension she's like well i saved like a even better one for next and so it's an arcade Mm -hmm. and wouldn't you know it she figured out how to get inside of a coin like the coin machine and get all these coins out and then like 
she knows how to play Mortal Kombat. Did, hold on, hold on. The breaking what? the coins thing, does that happen? Does this is arcade scene happen in the DLC? I don't know. Okay, I, I think started it does. Watch, I started watching it, um, but I got really fucking bored and then had to go to work, so I didn't finish it. <laughs> but I will say that some of the dialogue that I did catch, like it's almost spot on to the DLC, some of the, the, the exchanges that they have, which is kind of nice. I guess, then I would imagine. It. Yeah, that is a nice, the, it's nice that they like, for people who did enjoy it, they're like, oh, yeah, dope. Um, so I'd imagine it did. Oh, by the way, so when they first come into the mall, we see movie posters for something called, like, I can't remember. It was some movie, and I was thinking to myself, like, oh, they could have used this opportunity to reference a movie that came out around the time when shit went down, and that would have been a lot cooler. But apparently the movie that they reference is all over the game, and, like, Ellie has a poster of it on her wall. And mm. so, like, it's an like it's everywhere in the game is this movie okay. poster for this fictional movie. So that's why they use that instead of like, I don't know, some movie that came out in two thousand one. Zoolander, I think, came out in two thousand one. It did, but yeah. If, but if it would have been Zoolander, I'd have been like, oh, dope. But we're talking two thousand three. The world ended in two thousand three, not two thousand one. Oh shit! What came out in two thousand three? Kelsey, give it a goop. I'm doing it right now. I got an Austin Powers movie. Definitely came out in two thousand three. Had to have, right? Okay, sorry. keep keep going. It's taking me. Okay, time. we'll keep going. Okay. And so, so they play Mortal Kombat together. Riley kicks her ass, and then she oh, like yeah. lets Ellie win. You had a comment about this. You were about to say before we got into the movie poster thing. You cut yourself off. <laughs> Classic me, <laughs> always <laughs> jumping on everybody. <laughs> At least I'm fair about it. It might have been that, like, what are the odds? That it's like, oh, this coin machine hasn't okay. been raided whatsoever. Here. It wasn't even the coin machine. So, again, this is post-apocalyptic 2003. Okay, okay, okay time out, time out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so in 2003, the top movies were The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. <gasps> oh, that would have been cool to have. Pirates yes. of the Caribbean, The Curse of the cool. Black Pearl, mm-hmm. and Finding Nemo. Okay. But I don't think any of those are WB pictures. It would have to at least be a WB picture. All right, let me, let yeah. WB. Um, I actually just watched Finding Nemo with Baby Yeti, and I have realized a massive like plot hole in this. So okay. we all know Forty Two Wallaby Way Sherman is the address that's written on the back of this guy's snorkel, or like his snorkel mask that he drops mm-hmm. overboard, and that's how they know where to go. Who mm-hmm. the fuck writes the address to their fucking dentist office on the back of a fucking mask? Nobody. Nobody. Who writes their address on the back of a snorkeling mask? Like, I'm sorry. Are you, like, on friends' boats where your mask could get intertwined with others? Maybe. Makes no fucking sense, all right? <laughs> oh, guys. Okay, what? so um, for WB Films, uh, Kangaroo Jack, Looney Tunes, Elf, Terminator 3, Batman, Mystery of the Batwoman, what? The Matrix, Oh, the Matrix would have been a good one to put in there. A yep. Matrix poster? Even yeah. if it's like, well, technically the virus didn't start until this time. And the Matrix, technically, it still would have been red. It would have been a nice callback. Yeah, because even um, some of the logos they had in the mall were spot on. Like the Esprit logo was spot on. Um, the Subway logo, I know I messaged you. I was like, oh, that's a current one. But I'm like, no, I was wrong. I, I was mistaken. Oh. That is a current. It was store. weird that there were some real stores like Victoria's Secret and Subway, and then mm-hmm. some fake store. And even I saw GameStop's logo. But then there was like Top Game and like a bunch of fake ones. I, like, I did okay. like the Foot Locker was in there because the Foot Locker mm-hmm. was popular around then. 
sure was. Very, yep, yep. So they go, they play arcade games. Oh, hold on, and... hold on. I, I hadn't gotten my point. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, we were, yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, this is 2003, right? Post-apocalyptic 2003. The world that these girls are living in, do you think that they have ever, ever had regular access to some sort of computerized device? No. So how in the flying fuck would they understand buttons on a video game? I mean, I'm pretty sure a kid would be able to stand in front of an arcade okay. machine and hit it. But here, I do have a side point once you're finished. Okay, but here's the thing, right? Like, again, like now, of course, yeah, you can just press things. But they make it seem like these girls have known from day one how to use this thing. There's no inkling that this is them just learning it. They I mean, it seem like they've used computers and all this shit. Before. No, because Ellie is looking at it like she's a cat and she's like pawing at it. And Riley's like, use the joystick. And like, she's like, go this way. And like, so there was a little bit of like Ellie not knowing what to do. And they okay. showed Bella Ramsey, like literally just slapping the joystick. It's like, dude, okay, maybe I if I got because my... she just fucking irritates the fuck out of me. If I got my two year old and put her in front of an arcade machine, I'm pretty sure she'd get it pretty quick. Like she grabs our phones and she starts like unlocking them. Okay. <laughs> she she grabs the TV remote and she knows which one is the power button now. Because at first we just let her grab it because it's like, fine, mash the buttons. You're, the TV's not on, so it doesn't matter. And then she figured out which one makes it turn on, and it's like, ah, crap. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. Point, pr- pr- point debunked. But my point is that, like, Ellie's got a poster of Mortal Kombat on her wall. Why would you give a fuck about a video game that, first of all, no girls care about Mortal oh, Kombat? Oh, 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 I have the answer. I have the answer. I, 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 let me finish, <laughs> and then I want, I want to hear. Okay. What's the answer? No, no. Sorry. Finish your point, and then I'll. So first of all, women today in modern day don't give a fuck about video games usually. That's slowly changing and more and more women are getting into it. Regardless, most dudes and especially most women don't give a fuck about Mortal Kombat. I've been playing video games my entire life. I fucking can't stand Mortal Kombat. Fuck that game. Um, Next, if you have no hope or prayer of ever playing these games, why the fuck would you care enough to put a poster up on your wall? Why? Why? That's a good point. And where would they get the poster? Right. How many posters of Mortal Kombat are just floating around that you're like, oh, do all... What is it about Mortal Kombat that you love? The the fucking thrilling story? Mortal Kombat is just a fighting game. It's just characters who fight each other. Mm -hmm. There's nothing more to it than that. So if you can't be in control of the fighters fighting each other, what aspect of Mortal Kombat do you like? Yeah. I mean, I played Mortal Kombat a lot when I was little, but that's because... Of course. <laughs> but, but listen, my brothers played it, and I thought they mm-hmm. were so cool, and I wanted to be cool like them because I was the youngest. Yeah. So that's why I played it, was because it was like, my brothers loved this game. But it was because it was the only game we had on Sega. And it was but like... Women, by and large, don't like fighting video games. Like, yeah. there's nothing there other than just like, who can beat each other up? Right. And it would make it would make some semi sense if it was a game like Red Dead Redemption 2 that it's like, that's what I'm obsessed with, because like the story got written down and I read the story. So like I'm never going to play the game, but the story is really intriguing. There's nothing to Mortal Kombat at all. What the fuck are you interested in? If you can't play it, what is your interest? So um, the reason here's here's the connection that I've made. OK, what? the reason that they make Ellie really into Mortal Kombat is because she's bloodthirsty. Oh, huh. And you know what those Mortal Kombat kills be looking like? Yeah, she even when she said to Joel when they find a Mortal Kombat machine in that gas station, she's like, oh, there's this move where you eat a person and then you spit out their bones. That's the finisher that she does on Riley. Mm -hmm. 
so that's how she learned about it. so that's at least kind of cool story crafting that that's like no, you not, put that's that... not cool story crafting at all <laughs> no <laughs> i definitely think it is that's a really cool callback to an earlier episode because now we know where she saw that like that's kind of cool oh i thought you were just referring to the mortal combat thing okay never mind. oh no the mortal combat no I, you're no Okay. I think you it's mis- cool I that misinterpreted they referenced- you. That's okay. Okay. That's okay. Yeah, I just think it's cool that they referenced something that we saw episodes yes. later. That is cool. That is so cool. if you like the show enough to rewatch it, you'd be like, oh. I don't know. It's not very subtle, most of the callbacks that they're making. Like it's pretty I don't know. Most shows that have done that, like it's like those are details that you'd have to look a lot harder for. But I but feel it's like 2023 and all of us are watching this as we're texting. So I guess. Yeah. They but gotta I, really I don't know. I don't feel out. like again. This is the same thing I've had with every episode of the show is that there's not a whole lot of fucking depth. <laughs> Johnny depth? No, depth. Depth. <laughs> like dropping depth. a grumpy? Huh? Like getting your dogs locked up in Australia for months? Huh? Johnny Depp. Depth. Not yeah, depth. Johnny Depp. That's what I'm saying. Johnny Depp. <laughs> uh, he's got a weird accent even though he's from Kentucky. Right. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Okay. Anyways. So yeah, they um what is it? So they're at the arcade and then while they're in the arcade, right, they're like squealing and like flirting and all this shit. The camera pans out and it goes into like this decrepit fucking um toy American, store or whatever. It's an American girl doll store. Okay. And it follows like, you know, just like, you know, all the stuff on the floor and it's all creepy. And it follows some veins and there's a dead mushroom guy there just against the wall. Which And so what? Sorry. No go. Um, no go. There's a thing later on that implies that the fireflies had cleared out this mall, but they just conveniently left this one mushroom dude alive. Okay, that's what I said. It wasn't even like he was hidden. He was just in a store. You didn't look in there? Yeah, and he was pretty big, too, Like, because you could see he was spread out all over the wall with the yeah, veins he's right and fucking there. And, and also... Riley's been it, sleeping there. Yeah, yeah, you didn't fucking notice. And also, what happened to all of these fucking clickers being interconnected through like the web of spores. Yeah. This is something that we already saw undone episodes before, to be honest. So if he gets woken up by them laughing and giggling and he's like, well, I'm going to go eat these guys. Wouldn't he have put out the call for a mob to come? Yeah. Yeah. I thought but, that too, oh, that for the sure they, there was going to be a whole bunch of clickers and that, shit. That's what I was waiting for too, because of all the veins. They should have never ever added that in because it makes everything make no sense well, like you can't used it have... one time and that's it one time they've used it so far and ellie was like aren't the lights gonna attract some unwanted attention when they lit up the whole mall and then riley was like oh no nobody can see them but us but then she said that right in front of this ginormous window wall right the whole ceiling was windows but yeah. she's like we're she's like it's all boarded up and we're basically in a bunker it's like we could see uh, the sky and the yeah, whole, the like, end um, of the hallway was all all windows like the end of that hallway that they were at all windows, really all the way up to the ceiling and i was like okay if you so... lit up an entire mall plus like don't we remember there's all all malls have you ever been to a mall yeah no. exterior lights yeah. lots of them everywhere very well lit areas malls are so when you turn on the lights to the entire mall i'm gonna guess like the macy's sign lights up outside right yeah the parking lot lights will light up plot <laughs> convenience plot convenience. yeah okay. think about oh I, I didn't think of that till just now all the exterior lighting anyway yeah. 
they have that moment. We see the clicker guy wake up. Then we go to the food court to see where Riley has been sleeping. And like Kelsey said, there's a bunch of pipe bombs that are like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. You skipped oh, something geez. first. Oh, no, right? I missed it. What? Um, first of all, Riley's like, I got one more gift for you. And she pulls out the volume oh. two of the puns thing, right? Because we see her pull that out in like what episode two, I think it was with yeah. Joel. Oh, sorry. I'm playing with a bottle cap. My bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I heard it. So, yeah. So he, she gives that. And then Ellie's just kind of like looking around because she's curious. And under this towel on like a shelf, she finds all these pipe bombs. And she's like, what the fuck, Riley? And Riley's like, look, you don't know everything. Like, I'm a firefly. I've been like deprogrammed. You don't understand. I've been a firefly for a week. Right. And they tasked me to like clear out this mall, but I'm clearly too fucking dumb to like notice this giant fucking mushroom dude in the toy store. I'm bad because at my I don't job like dolls. I'm a... So I'm, I'm not gonna at... go look at the doll store. I'm bad at my job because I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm a woman. There you go. Yeah, it depends on which way we're looking at it. I'm an adult <laughs> woman, Ugh, but I uh, don't understand. Yeah, the absolute irony of that being in a doll store, though, because they're trying to mask, like, make all of the females extremely masculine in this show so far. We haven't gotten a genuinely feminine woman. Like, even, um, what's her face? Um, Joel's chick. What's oh, fuck, Tess. Yeah, even Tess, when we're first introduced to her, she's getting the shit kicked out of her, and she's making it seem like, oh, she knows the ins and outs of everything. She can take care of herself. She's a strong, independent woman, right? Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, even the two Firefly chicks, one of them looks like a dyke, and the other one <laughs> is just super muscly. It's like, no, we got to save them. Like, we can do this. We're independent. We're the Fireflies. Let's go, you know? So none of these, and then you have Ellie that looks like fucking Sloth from the Goonies. None of these women look feminine or act remotely feminine. Yeah, I guess it's because they all have to be tough because it's, so it's end just, times. It's a nice, dr- it's like a convenient drip that this one zombie is in the one place that you wouldn't expect any of these masculine female characters to go. And it's an American girl doll, like yeah. very USA. Sorry, okay, go we also missed that they went to the photo booth, but not that much happened there. They just went to a photo yeah, booth. Yeah, they just, just basically more... sat on each other and, yeah, lesbian There are more googly eyes, and Riley, like, leans on Ellie, and Ellie's like, get off, but then looks at her like, yes. Get so, off the, the, <laughs> can't say it, they're children. <laughs> That's called restraint, Neil. So we see we see all these pipe bombs and they're like barely hidden by a piece of cloth. And Ellie's again is like, yeah, what the fuck? And like, I so hold on. The whole point of firefights is to fuck up Fedra because Ellie's like, you're going to use this to kill people. And Riley's like, well, we could use this to like cause Anna, like to break down the system. It's like, yeah, that's the same fucking thing. It's kind of this. (laughs) Oh, yeah, right. I know. Mm -hmm. Killing Fedra agents is kind of breaking their whole deal. But it's just like, well, yeah, what did you think that the Fireflies do? But also, why would this literally Riley's been a Firefly for less than a month and they're tasking her with making bombs and holding down the fort in a mall alone? You know what this <laughs> is? You know how they're fucking sounds like an pass. organization run by women, if I've ever heard so. No, I was going to say, like, this is more reflective of all the shit that they're trying to push through in government right now, like allowing children under the age of 10 to vote allowing children to make fucking sexual transition choices about themselves under the age of 18. It's it's those things. It's right. Oh, we can task a child with power yeah. because they can choose for themselves. She's in charge. She's mm-hmm. 17. It's like, yep. are you kidding me, dude? Have you met a 17 year old? They're fucking idiots. Yep. And I didn't say boy or girl. Yeah, I know. Me too, dude. Well, I, the things that I did when I was 17, <laughs> fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. 
I was jumping all sorts of chicks with skateboards. Let me tell you that. <laughs> at seven, I thought that was at fourteen. You're still doing that at seventeen. I never grew out of it. Every now and then, I'll jump Miss Yeti on my skateboard. I mean, I hit a boy with my car. So <laughs> when I was uh, can we take? Can we just sidetrack a little bit and get that story, please? Oh yeah, he pissed me off, and he wouldn't get out of my way when I was trying to drive, and so I kind of ran him over a little bit. Uh -huh. Why wouldn't he move? He was being a dickhead. He this probably is, liked you. Th no, this is the same kid that would just like whip out his dick and like flash oh, that all guy. the time. Yeah, God, he was so annoying. I hated him. And, and then he got my friend pregnant. It was the worst. <gasps> what the fuck? Yeah, so That anyways, should be a fun 8750 like normal show topic. Yes. <laughs> Pregnancy scares. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so this, this kid was fucking obnoxious and he wouldn't move. And so I just kind of, you know, tapped him with my bumper. I mean, I, it was a Honda Civic. It wasn't like a big truck yeah. or anything. And Come it on. Just, it's a love tap. Yeah, it was like a love tap, except I cut his, <laughs> I cut his shin open with my license plate. <gasps> oh. So that was gross. But, um, other hey, than that, he if was you fine. had your outdoor emergency aid, like first aid kit with your skin glue, you'd have been fine. Yeah. I didn't offer him any aid. I was like, yeah, I don't think it doesn't sound like you would want to offer him any. You aid, hit so. and ran. No, I was like, you shouldn't have been in the road, you dipshit. Now go bleed somewhere else. Yeah, wow. so I'm tough. so proud of you, Kelsey, for running someone over. I mean, it's it's not like, I mean, looking back, I'm like horrified at myself. But yeah, no, 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 I no, did no. that don't, at 17. Don't be horrified. He was all a the weirdo. decisions. Yeah, he whipped his dick out to you. And exactly. um, dear listeners, this is all just make em ups and not real. Okay. Oh yeah. Disclaimer: Stories told on eighty-seven fifty uh, are all usually make em ups or things that we read online. Well, that we just I, tell have, in the I first haven't person. told you any fake stories. Shut up, Bex. Oh, oh. <laughs> Shut up, Bex. They've all been fake. No one can come at us and sue us for said things that are said on eighty-seven fifty. Because they're they're make em ups and and fun funsies. We just jive talking like the Bee Gees. Wait. <laughs> anyway, so back to the plot of the of the Last of Us, right? So then she Ellie finds the pipe bombs under a dish towel, and she goes, <laughs> she goes under out. a used Kleenex. Right. <laughs> she, yeah, Riley's just like, oh, we're gonna topple the system, and Ellie's rightfully so, like, what well, you're just gonna kill innocent people. And then I kind of, what happens after this? Like, how I'll many... tell you what happened after this. Oh. So Ellie gets pissed and she runs away. She's like, fuck this, I'm out of here. And we see her walk back past the Victoria's Secret store. It is very obviously shot to show the Victoria's Secret store on her way out. Fucking weird. So then she gets into like an access hallway that like janitors would use or whatever. And then she's like, Ugh, and then she goes, she hears screaming. She hears like, ah, ah. And so she goes running back. She's like, Riley, where are you? And she goes to clearly a, a Spirit Halloween store, but Spirit Halloween didn't sign off on this one. So it's like oh, a by the fun way, times Halloween. This is instead. actually another thing that was like weirdly accurate to the DLC. Like that store is there. Even some of the props are there. And the masks that they wear in a few moments, which you'll describe, are also the exact same they wear in the, in the DLC. But continue. So. She finds out that it's a Halloween store and it's actually just a toy that is going, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. And then Riley's like, hey, I thought that you'd like this store the most. So I saved the best one for last. And it is, since I guess Ellie's supposed to be a fucking psychopath that's like into a, a whole bloodlust fetish, mm -hmm. that it, I guess it would make sense that the Halloween <laughs> store would be <laughs> her favorite, right? Yeah. She's Which, into bloodlust and the blood of her lesbian brother in as well. Speaking of, why was... 
why was Riley so upset about the pipe bombs if she's that bloodlusty then? Oh, why was Ellie upset about the pipe bombs? Because yeah. she doesn't want the pipe bombs to be used against Fedra because she doesn't really like Fedra, but she kind of likes Fedra. She's thinking about it. Ellie's a woman, okay? And women don't know what they want. <laughs> there you go. Fair point. This misogynistic comment brought to you by Vex. <laughs> Find more of them in the 8750 Discord. <laughs> That's right. She stops by there from time to time, probably when she's pooping, and she drops a new story and then she fucks off. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I think I dropped like five news stories though today. Yeah, you do. They're good stories. <laughs> we will cover them on WT Actual F News on Saturday. But back to The Last of Us. Where were we? Oh, okay. So then they, they kind of get over it and they're like looking at masks. And then Riley goes through her backpack and finds her Walkman. And she's like, oh, you got this sad shit. Like, we don't want to listen to that. We want to listen to this. And then she figures out how to plug her fucking Walkman into that the... That was, yeah, also she, weird. She plugs this, the Walkman into the sound system for the fucking store. And so they're like, oh, now we're having fun. So then they jump up on top of all the display cases and they start dancing. And literally, they show their feet, like, jumping up and down on these display cases. And I was like, yo, somebody's, like, those are going to break, and they're going to fall through, and, like, somebody's going to get fucked up. Oh, big yawn from Vex. Ooh. Sorry. sorry. That was a deep one. Yeah. And so you think, like, maybe they're about to fall through. I don't know. But then they, like, so they both have masks on. Like, Riley's got a big fucking scary clown mask. You must have loved this scene. Yeah, I fucking hated it. And Ellie's got herself a werewolf mask on, and then they kind of stop. And they look at each other and Ellie takes off her mask and Riley, is she, does she take off Riley's or does Riley take hers off? Riley, Riley. takes her own off. Okay. Yeah. It would be way more like hubba hubba. <laughs> but Ellie's just like, <laughs> anyway, that's not what happened. Riley takes off her mask and they look at each other and then they kiss. And I don't know if you two noticed this, but it is a hundred percent worth either going back to the episode or looking up on YouTube. It's so worth it. Bella Ramsey, who plays Ellie, makes the most psycho killer fucking freaky face as she backs away. And you can tell that it was so weird. The editors knew it was weird because they cut away from it. The smile, you mean? She makes a fucking weird smile. Go yeah, look it no, up it again. It was scary. It was scary. I remember. Which, like, I'm telling like beady fucking eyes. It she was looks like she's ready to eat someone. But she bows weird. her head down lower and looks up, and it's a real Joker-looking smile. It is fucking weird. Look it up. It's worth it. It's actually, we can it screenshot like a, it. Yeah, it looks like actually like a, a character I've seen in a scary movie. I'm just trying to I'm trying to place it. Right Do you have now. a screenshot of it? I don't know. It, we should get one and drop it in the Discord because it is peculiar. Yeah, so I don't know why did. anyone would want to kiss that after. You but see like that. the editing after it was very weird because she wasn't done making her like facial expression, and then they cut off of it. And it's like, I, I, I'm just guessing here, obviously, but I would think that they had the two girls do the kiss, and Bella did that weird fucking choice, and they were like, "Well, we're just gonna keep that because if we keep making you guys kiss over and over, I'm sure that would be a news line." somewhere it's like we did the kissing scene like a hundred times and there was I like i mean i think they'd be proud of that one to be fair oh my god shit they're spilling i just found the picture of her face it's weird right it is weird it's it's creepy and it reminds me of like an evil easter bunny it's very oh, very weird the fucking the bunny from donnie darko that's what it looks like oh you are mm -hmm. so correct that yeah, is yeah. that is what it looks like yep I would guess that Bella was going for like a I'm a surprised, excited look, but it comes off as like, 
And then so you find out that Riley has liked her this whole time too. And I don't know if it's just like my male brain, but I'm like, you guys were living together and you liked each other and you weren't fucking constantly. That's yeah. insane to me. Like what? <laughs> like, right? I don't know. Yeah, it's no, a good that, point. No, well, 100, because they were behind closed doors. No one would fucking know. It was just the two of them in there. Why okay. was this not explored sooner? But again, they were children. Sorry, and I like, forgot that they're children. So yeah, okay. okay but then, not, even then, not, hold, on, hold on. You say that they're children, but they're still children doing this. Well, okay. So hold on. So when I said were you guys weren't banging all the time, and I might have used harsher language, now remembering that, oh yeah, they're supposed to be children in this show, at least making out or like you know, some heavy petting. Okay, that's gross. Oh god, yeah, that's. Really I, that's see, I don't know how. Oh, this might lead me to my rant of who the fuck writes this shit. Because even me just saying what I just said now, I got the biggest cringe ick vibes. I was like, oh, I don't I, like. I should go edit the podcast. That was fucking gross. Yeah. How do you write this? Again, they should have been like sisterly towards each other. That would have made way more sense and it would have been way less weird. Right. Than a 14 year old and a 17 year old being like, maybe we love each other. We should be roommates who don't bang at all, but really want to the whole time. But it's just like, what are the odds that you find out that you guys actually have neutral feelings with each other the moment that like one of you is about to die? Like, wow. Okay, here's the other thing is, oh God, this is just more of a reflection of fucking Hollyweird more than anything. But does Hollywood not understand that you can have love or love someone and it doesn't have to be romantic? That's what I'm saying. They, there no. could still be love between them, but not like, like that. Even just think of just like friendships in movies. When was the last time you saw a genuinely good friendship that wasn't kind of gay? <laughs> the Hobbit. That like was Sam and Frodo. Gay. Let's face it, it, that was pretty fucking gay. It was. When we watched those <laughs> movies, I was like, so Sam is into Frodo, right? We all get that, right? Um, but like, Mrs. Yeti loves Lord of the Rings. She was like, no, they're friends. And I was like, uh. They are friends, but there's some subtext that you can definitely pick up. There, like, Ace right? Guy was my best friend for a decade, and I would not, like, bitch cry <laughs> if, if something bad was about to happen to him. You would like, not oh, shit, follow bro. him into a volcano. And Hell, like, I wouldn't follow him. Right. I literally won't follow him to Seattle for his wedding. I'm like, nah, bro. No, I'm not going to Seattle. So you bet your ass I wouldn't follow him into Mordor. But he so, would follow you because he wanted to bang you so bad. No, that was Nady Dog. Nady Dog wanted to bang me so bad. I know, but Ace would always joke about your arms. Oh, dude, Ace Guy appreciates the the male form, and I got a bitch and bod. All right, deal with it. <laughs> all right. You say all right like I've offended you by just talking about how bitch my bod is. You're like, okay, whatever, nerd. Like. You protest too much. It's written all over your face. You know it. I know it. It's okay to know it. Yeti F looking hot. So yeah, I, I just it's just no. Nope, but nope, this is nope, what nope, happens. Nope, 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 nope. We're not done in this moment. I will tell you when this moment's over. <sighs> Vex Electronica once was quoted as saying that if there was a group of attractive men, I would be about average <laughs> in that group of attractive men, and I think that she's hundred percent correct. Okay. <laughs> now this moment can end. <laughs> <laughs> A 
I think we all learned something this evening. <laughs> yes, we learned that in a group of Brad Pitt, you were the average Brad Pitt. Yeah, in a group of very attractive men, I'm I'm dead in the middle. But that means that, like, in my fucking neighborhood, I'm gorgeous. <laughs> All right, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm crying. That's a big win for me. I'm crying. I don't get why you don't understand how that's not a huge win for me. That's, like, that's a really good compliment. Live, uh, according to the last episode, you live basically surrounded by deer, elk, yeah. Yeah. Moose and yeah. 60 year old people that make out in the woods. That's right. Yeah. And I am the foxiest, foxiest motherfucker around. Yeah, you got it. You forgot there's, the stray dogs, but yeah, you got it. There's also like homeless people hike in that area and um, hippies. And I'm more bangable than all of them put together. So point, yeah. All right, yeah. Yeah, point, all yeah. Right. point, all right, point me. For making so, me cry tears of laughter, point, yeah. 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 So big win, big wins all around. And so now in The Last of Us, what happens next after they kiss, then they, oh, whoa, can I, I mean, just, yeah, plot can, like, yeah, now the zombie guy shows up. I mean, I guess it, I don't know, I'm giving the show shit for like, what are the odds that you guys kiss and then the zombie shows up? I, and, was, like, it, um, I was waiting for it to show up when it's on because it would be completely unexpected. Most of their vision, like the peripheral vision, is completely gone with the mask. And they're dancing, and that seems yeah. like a prime time for the zombie to kind of kick it into high gear because the music it would is have so loud. really been shocking to the audience too. It would have been like, "Oh fuck, where did that come from?" It that would have been a way better. Would have been scary, yeah. Then you could have had them kiss after they got bit, and they thought that they were going to die. Very Romeo Juliet type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, that might have been better. Would have made out, made out much. Would have made out all sorts of sloppy good. <sighs> These are fucking children, man. Yeah, I, also I know. Don't... I also don't like how, like, after they get bit, they just sit there and Riley's trying to go over their options. Like, we could off ourselves before it gets bad, or we could just write it out and become zombies. A good thing they didn't off themselves, because then we would have never learned that Ellie's the fucking cure. Yeah. Or, like, like, the key. So then what did Ellie do to get away from Riley when Riley turned? Like, we don't even get to see that. Let's get there, but we got it. We skipped over a part. So the zombie guy comes in. Riley pulls her gun, starts shooting. She misses all of her shots. So the Fireflies did a great, great job, job of teaching. Yeah. The Fireflies really taught their new recruit fucking some great gun skills because she missed Fedra all the shots. Because she was yeah. in Fedra before. Yeah, that's that. right. So she's been in training for her whole life, and she fucking can't shoot a zombie that's literally right in front. It was right there, dude. And if I do have that same gun, the gun's pretty fucking accurate out to like. 20 feet so yeah yeah it was like six stormtrooper bad so it was stormtrooper bad you could have you should have shot your shot there girl so she misses uh they tussle with riley for a minute and then the zombie guy tussles with ellie and is like on top of ellie coming at him and then she pulls out her knife and stabs it in the head and kills it it's instant lights out and we saw the entire fight between the zombie and Riley end with Ellie. And then all of a sudden Ellie's like, oh, dude, she's like all adrenaline up. She's all psyched that she just stabbed that guy because Ellie's kind of a freak. And she looks over at Riley and Riley's like, no, she's not looking so good. She looks concerned. And she points to her arm and a bite mark starts bleeding. We saw the whole interaction. When the fuck did she get bit? I got confused here as well. When I got really confused here. Fuck did she? And then Ellie is like, Oh no, me too. And she like rolls up her sleeve, which her sleeve would have been guarded from a bite. 
I mean, sure, a, a human bite could probably go through a cotton sleeve, but like, you know, better than anyway. So, and she's like, oh, shit, I got bit too. And it's like, wait a minute, we saw this whole fucking thing go down. When the fuck did you get bit? Yeah. I, I couldn't pinpoint when either one of them got bit. I actually, so I DVR'd this episode, right? Because I forgot that my parents have fucking TV. And <laughs> one of the channels that they get on that TV is like a bundle package with one of the HBO channels. So I just DVR'd it. You didn't have to be a pirate this whole time. I didn't have to be a pirate this whole time, no. <laughs> so you're like illegally <laughs> streaming shit <laughs> and breaking laws. Allegedly. And, yeah. My Allegedly. Are paying for fucking TV. But anyway. <laughs> um, so I DVR'd this and I actually went back because I was so confused. Like I knew that this was going to happen, right? Because we all saw it coming. But I was just like, you think that if this is the instance where everything changes for Ellie, they'd be really clear with how the zombie... Because even the zombie itself, during that whole fight sequence, you don't really see him in any of the shots, the way it's edited. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Uh-uh. Yeah. I think you see him, like, even when he topples Ellie over on, like, one of the stands with, like, costumes or some shit, you don't see him at all. It was a stunt double for the, for the fungi guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what the, like the shots here did not make it seem like this was a particularly chilling or thrilling scene in any way. So I, that's another reason why I was so confused that this is how how it happens. Yeah, and on top of that, the way the places that both of them are bit, you don't actually see them handle. It, yeah, like his mouth was. I, I, when they were like, "Oh, we both got bit," it was like, "How how the fuck did that happen?" Yes. And when you're writing this scene, have the thing's mouth be all up on them and be like, or just show us them getting bit. You don't need to wait for a reveal ev for everything. Not everything has to be. Re I could watch Riley get bit and be like, oh, fuck. And then I could watch. Well, I guess then Ellie wouldn't. Be well, no, you could have watched Ellie get bit. Mm -hmm. And they both. And then you could have just learned that that happened as it happened. And then Ellie stabs him. And then they're like, oh, they're like, yay, he's dead. But then they're like instantly crying, being like, oh, fuck. Now what? So then what happens is uh, Riley's just like kind of sitting there against the like back against the display cases. And Ellie, because she's a maniac, is bashing all the glass that we saw them jumping on. So apparently you can smash it. It's very smashable. But like if you're, you know, a teenage girl, that's not enough to break it. But if you're yeah. <laughs> swinging a bat. You and if one of you is a teenage girl that looks like Brittany Griner, you're definitely not going to break it. <laughs> that's the thing though so like when i was read just a minute ago when i was like well, you guys weren't fucking the entire time and it's like oh yeah they're supposed to be children they do not look like children they look like they're adult women this entire show like they never they don't they don't act like kids they don't look like kids it's very hard to remember that these are supposed to be children right you know what else got me thinking because just... quick time out while i explain my line of thinking if this was like <sighs> you took a break you took a break there she and then my thought. mind made a connection, and then it was like, this is perfect. Can I not just finish it? Vex, I'm sorry. Do you want to go play with your fucking cat so I can have a moment of peace? No, it's just Kelsey was about to say something, and you had paused. And then but you if this finishes off. my thought, why would I not say it? So I would never be like, wait a minute. Mike and Ellie. No, sorry. Mike and Eleven <laughs> from Stranger Things. They were living together in the basement for a while, right? Mm-hmm. And they liked each other. My mind would never think like, why weren't they banging? Because they are children. Yes. They cast children to play children. So when like I children. think of them, yeah. they look like children. They act like children. I would never think of them doing something mature like that. So it's like they're kids. But in this show, you have adults playing children who act like adults. 
The yep. only thing that reminds you that they're children is that they say it occasionally. Yep. Sorry, Kelsey. I fucked on you. Oh, that's fine. Um. So, like, <laughs> so speaking of like the way that they look, I was wondering. Remember how when Ellie was like with the fireflies and Marlene was talking to her about how she, who do you think put you with Fedra? Mm-hmm. And so you like are assuming that it was Marlene. Do you think that Marlene maybe is Riley's mom? In the comic book, Riley's dad turns into a zombie and attacks Riley's mom and Riley has to kill her dad. Okay. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they stayed true to that. So it could be. Maybe that's a, a plot device we'll see come into play later. Because What's-Her-Face isn't dead either. Marlene isn't dead. Yeah, I bet and, you in season two we'll get more flashbacks. And we don't know like how Marlene knew Ellie or how she put Ellie with Fedra. Like, I don't know. I'm st- like, my mind is still kind of. You're making over. a good connection here right now. No, I think the comic true. book explains Ellie's mom having a connection to Marlene. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, okay. So then they're like, how are we going to, like, we have two choices. We can either just like ride this out together, hang out, drink this booze, and then we'll turn into zombies, or we can shoot each other in the head or shoot ourselves in the head. And then Riley was like, I don't like option number one, which was actually the shoot each other in the head. She was like, I I don't like that. She's like, I don't like that idea. So let's not do that. And then they just like hold hands and cry for a while. And then it switches scene. Exactly. We miss out on the most interesting part, which is how does Ellie figure out that she's not going to turn? Because surely Riley did. And then how did she handle that situation? And then yeah. how did she figure out, like, oh, I didn't turn. And then how did she sneak back into her uh, apartment little dorm room or whatever the fuck it was? Because she kept making mention that it's like, I have to be up at 6 and it's 2 a.m. When they set out, it was 2 a.m. They had four hours to do all of this shit. Well, I think that Marlene found her because she had snuck out from Fedra when Marlene found her. And so I think that Marlene found her on her way back to Fedra. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised if later on we get another flashback to connect the dots. Yeah, because it was just like they just ended it there. It's like, well, wait a minute. So you guys showed us a story like a prequel and it left out probably the most important part of why you would want to see this moment. Yeah, where and Ellie figures it out. And th- apparently this moment is what has really shaped Ellie into the kind of psychopath that she is. Right. Like, yeah, she she went from like sweet, innocent girl to like now she's like psycho. And so we don't even get to see that. So how how does this all go down? It kind of pissed me off that they just like flipped a switch and we were just supposed to be cool with it. I'm not fucking cool with it, guys. I'm not cool with it. And then so it cuts back to modern time and Ellie finds the thread in the kitchen drawer. And she goes back down and she's like, game on. And she starts like threading Joel's. He's got a big puncture wound like in his mm-hmm. gut. And mm-hmm. I got to point out, I am not a medical doctor at all. But I would imagine that just sewing up the wound ain't going to fix your fucking small intestine being right. completely fucked or your kidney being completely Plot fucked or your pancreas being completely fucked. Like if you get stabbed in your organs. Just sewing the wound up is probably not going to do it. 
Well, I mean, they won't even sew up my dog's wounds oh, because, like, sorry, but they won't because of all the infection that's up in there. And imagine if it was like a knife that went all the way it through. It wasn't a knife. It was a broken baseball bat. Yeah. So yeah. he's got like shards of like wood and shit in there and she sews him up and he gets septic and he dies from that. He's going to die either way if this is real life. Plot convenience, guys. It's okay. It's okay. Plot it's Pedro Pascal, right? Like, he's got super healing powers in his gut, so it's fine. It's fine. He's able to withstand any baseball bat, but if it's a golf club... Who knows? And then the episode basically cuts out there. Yep. So, um, I don't know. Do we want to go around the circle and just... Are there any leftover thoughts we have from this? Yes. Okay. In pure yuffie fashion, I'll go first. And then I'll jump all over you two when you try to speak. Okay. All right. Sounds good. So, like I said earlier, who the fuck writes this stuff? When they wrote the original game of just like, here's this man. He lost his daughter. He is cold and shut off from the world. He meets this new girl who's about the same age, and it becomes a surrogate father-daughter relationship. They bond over the experiences you play through the game. And then some some stuff happens at the end, and it's like I won't tell because Kelsey. Why are you sounding super Italian through all? You play through the game. Uh, you they play make... <laughs> Italian. I'm pretty sure I'm nailing a Sri Lankan <laughs> accent right now. You play it as a game, right? It makes so much sense. It's a heartwarming <laughs> story. I used it to tell her this story. I told it to Mrs. Yeti when we first started dating, and I got a little teary eyed telling her about how great the video games can be. Like, seriously, I thought The Last of Us 1 was, like, the greatest. I thought it was an amazing story. It was such an emotional roller coaster. It was great. And then they decided for the DLC, we are going to start pushing some, some social justice politics into this stuff. And But they're stuck, though, because they made this story about a 14-year-old girl. And they're like, well, now we're going to give this 14-year-old girl a girlfriend. And it's like, what? Why? And it's like, because... Having a lesbian romance is more important to us than how weird it is to have a 14-year-old exploring her sexuality on screen, which and is like... Ugh. Wasn't she 12 in the video games? Give it a googs. All right. I think she's still 14. I think she's 14, too. Because, yeah, she's much older in The Last of Us Part Two, right? She's like 18. And then this is all being written by a dude in his fucking 40s? Like, so, what? Yeah, this is, um, <laughs> I, I think it's right. Okay, take the gay stuff out of this, okay? I think it's very fair to criticize this episode. This is the first season of this show is nine episodes long. So far, out of these seven episodes that we've gotten so far, two and a half of them have just been flashbacks. I say half because Sam and Henry's episode was like half a flashback. Okay. Right? Um, and the flashback episodes that we have had, I'm going to even include S Sam and Henry's because there doesn't, the impact of their death is not felt afterwards at all in any respect. So the two and a half episodes of flashback we've had have not helped progress the plot in any way for, again, a nine episode debut show. Yeah. This is the type of thing that we didn't need to get in a first season. If we wanted to get like Ellie's, how she found out she was bit and all that stuff, this is season two material right here. Or you got to make a longer season than nine episodes. No, no, no. You can keep nine episodes, but this is like because we want to see the world getting built. The the great thing about having this kind of po post apocalyptic show, the first season is your world builder. It's meant to set the tone and engage your audience properly. 
so that you feel genuinely scared when someone gets stabbed or genuinely fearful when a mushroom guy comes out of nowhere. Right. Because we have to care about the characters. But I even after this, don't give a fuck about Ellie. I still don't care about Ellie either. And I don't care about Riley at all. Because this whole episode too, and here's oh god, like they spent all they clearly spent a lot of time, even though it didn't make any fucking sense, on Bill and what's his face's love story. What's in, it's not Ted. Frank. Frank. Bill, Frank. Frank, thank you. They spend a lot of effort trying to craft the episode with Bill and Frank's love story. And they gave none of that care to this one where it actually would be applicable. Because now this directly affects the main character of your show. That's true. Yeah. Her attachment to Riley would have been way more important to us as an audience because we spend more time with Ellie. So what Ellie thinks and feels is way more important to us than what Frank felt and feel. Yeah. Thought and felt. Fapped and felt? Fapt, yeah, what, what Frank Faptude is of no importance to me, damn it. And also, like you said, gay stuff aside, complete, imagine if it was Ellie, 14, and Jonathan, 17. And he's like, yeah, I just got my paperwork. And I'm, that's why I signed up to be a firefly, because I don't want to go work in the, in the sewage factory. I'm 17, and I got acne on my back. And you're 14. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't people be like, oh, Oh, right. People would have been yeah. like, that's a little fucking weird. This is uncomfy. Uh-huh. And it never yeah. should have happened. Honestly, it never should have happened in this show. Yeah, yep, never should have happened. Mm-mm. They should have made it sisterly, friendly love. Yeah. Still, would have had the like same Ellie. E- still would have had the same effect. Still would have had like the, um, you know, the camaraderie and mm-hmm. all that, like. I don't know, man. Worth some googling. So in Stranger Things, you know how uh, who's the main character? What's his name? Mike. You know how Mike and Eleven have like they they're into each other, Mm -hmm. and they're like eleven year olds. Do they ever kiss, or do they just like kind of hold hands? And that's what's special. Third season or fourth season, I think they do, but they just yeah hold hands and watch movies together. Like their kisses are pretty innocent. Like. Mm I mean, I guess the one that we saw was pretty innocent, too. I'm just trying to think of, like, are we more miffed because it's an unnecessary, like, I'm more upset because or... it's un- this was an unnecessary episode. I think it's really uncomfortable that you got to push the sexuality shit, like, that angle on minors in a story as well. And on top of that, it feels really unnecessary that you keep pummeling us with gay relationships that have nothing to do with the fucking plot. Yeah, I see what you're saying. If these had something to do with the plot a little bit more, I would I would be far less irritated by it. But you've given me two and a half filler episodes that I could give two shits about in a nine episode season. I'm just trying to think of other big shows that have kids and they are romantic with each other. And Riverdale. like, I don't know what that is. Okay, The Vampire Diaries. I don't know what that is. They're older, though, in all honesty, so that's fine. Uh, well, Stranger Things is, like, a really good Oh, Cobra comparison. Kai. Yeah, Stranger oh. Stranger Things, they don't kiss until season three. And how old are they in season three? Oh, I don't fucking know. I'm just curious, because, like, on one hand, Ellie and Riley's kiss is... Well, uh, Riley's 17. That is fucking weird. She looks significantly older is the other thing, which is really weird. How old is um, Stormy Daniels in real life? 40-something? <laughs> no, Stormy. <laughs> Kelsey knows what I'm saying. I think Stormy Reed is the name. Hold on. Yeah, How old Stormy is Stormy Reed? Because we know Bella Ramsey's 18. 
Oh no, she's apparently nineteen. That's what someone on Twitter told me today. Oh okay. Okay. Well, so either. It... Yes. So Stranger Things is saying that um, by the eighth episode of the first season, they actually do share their very first kiss. Finn was twelve and Miley was eleven, but that kiss was so like it was just a peck and it was super awkward. Okay, yeah. so Storm Reed is actually nineteen years old. Okay. And she's playing a 17-year-old. I don't know. Just like this whole show, they don't read as kids. In Stranger Things, they're kids. Because yeah. they're kids. Well, it's even... if Just look at like 80s shows. Like The Goonies, for example. Right? Yeah, you they're never... Like they're... What? Two of them kiss at one point. But it's like... It's very innocent. And it makes sense with the plot. Because first of all, you know, teenage crushes and all that stuff. And they all both think... They all think they're going to fucking die. And they act like kids. In this show, they look like adult women. They're yelling about who's a fascist and who isn't a fascist. They're drinking booze. Like, I don't know. It's just, you don't really see them as kids. And it's very kind of crucial to the impact of the final moments that, like, that they are. Yeah, even, like, I'm just looking at pictures of this Stormy Reed chick, and she doesn't look, she looks too old. She doesn't look her age, even. Like, she doesn't look like a 19-year-old? She doesn't look like a 19-year-old at all. No. Yeah. Um, they really fucked it up by choosing adults to play kids. But I think that they knew probably because they knew what they were going to do and they were going to have these like kids. They were probably like, that's a little weird. This is still, and it's just, you know what? I think what is even more bothersome because I see the connection you're trying to make by comparing it to other shows that have done the whole like, oh, kids innocently falling for each other. Yeah. But the difference here, I think, is that the showrunners and the writers and everything are very open about the fact that this is something they want people to see and it's not something they're ashamed of like this has been part of the show writing from day one right and that's when like i said naughty dog jumped the shark from the last of us and then they did the dlc yeah i'm not even talking about the game writing i'm talking about just the show like look at what neil cuckman has said he said like yeah, like, we want people to see this. Even Bella Ramsey's like, oh, it's going to get really depraved and people will just have to see it because they need to see it. And even the Storm Reed girl is like, if you don't like it, don't watch it. There's nothing wrong. Love is love. Yeah. It's so again, 10 times worse. It's not that's even why... that they're gay, though. I think th- I think they're coming at it like, if you don't like gay people, then fuck off. But this isn't this isn't even about them being gay. Like, I don't give a fuck if the character is gay or not. I actually really liked season or episode three, but what is upsetting is their age and that they're trying to make it sexual when they're such a huge age gap. And that's why I'm trying to think of like stranger things. Like, was it weird to me when Mike and 11 kissed? And it's like, no, that didn't strike me as odd. Okay. If I'm remembering this care, like exactly. Wasn't it like a barely there kiss when they did kiss? Yeah. Yeah. And then they they both were super awkward and like like natural when kids get their first kiss they're fucking weird about it. You look like they were ready to scissor after. Yeah. Bella gave that awesome Joker smile of like. Right. <laughs> Let's put a smile on that face. <laughs> know how I got these scars? <laughs> well, now we do. <laughs> you got fucking bit. <laughs> um, um. Yeah. This is just this is just weird and it doesn't make sense on multiple levels. Even just and it's story-wise. just so clear that they just want to force an agenda. And it's like if they were adult women, and like the age difference also makes it weird that one's supposed to be 14 and one's supposed to be 17 so like, like this. Here's the thing. Here's what people were fucking screeching at me on Twitter over. It's like, oh, it was in the game. And it's 
from my understanding, because again, I've just watched the footage. I haven't played The Last of Us. But even people that liked The Last of Us and played that DLC, most of them didn't like it because even the idea of Ellie being gay there made no fucking sense with the first game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know too many. Yeah. So nobody is really happy with this because this just makes no fucking sense. <laughs> just when you take a 14-year-old girl and you're like, by the way, she's gay. That's what I said about how they wrote the game and they were like, it needs to be a young enough girl who's got enough of her capabilities that she can like fire a weapon and we could believe that she could take down an adult man like if she had the element of surprise. or like So it can't be like an, a six-year-old. So it's got to be someone who's old enough, but she's got to be young enough that it really hits you emotionally. Like when all the stuff that goes down, goes down. So it really it needs to be like 13, 14. And then later on, they were like, you know what? We got to push some agenda stuff. So we're going to make her gay. And it's like, well, that's kind of weird to make a 14-year-old have a, a, a whole story about how she's into her roommate, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, tough. Because <laughs> we're, we're stuck with what age she is. But we want to we want to tell this story. So here it is. Like if she was... 18 year old and she was like I think I might be into chicks they'd be like well yeah that makes sense That's... plenty of chicks do that uh, I'm just saying, like it makes sense for a, I don't know if we go back to the stranger things analogy that makes sense because at that age it's like sexuality is not something you're really thinking of and you just think like, oh that boy is cute or that girl is cute I'd like to jump you with my skateboard right but then these how many okay I don't know maybe 8750 listeners, maybe you can shout us out on this, but how many of you, if you are gay or thought you were bisexual or something, how many of you knew it at 14 and actually tried to explore it? Ooh, we could ask. Our buddy Justin's coming on soon. Okay. Justin's he's actually a patron. He's in the Discord. He just never uses it at all. Gotcha. <laughs> Even though he's there. And every now and then they'll say he's active. And I'm like, are you going to come say hi? <laughs> nope. But anyway... So yeah, maybe he can answer that question because I, I like when I was growing up and in school, like, yeah, it was normal for like the whole stranger things kind of like, oh, you just kind of kiss and it's awkward, but you mainly just hold hands. Right. Right. But my like first, now it's like I remember this girl came over to my house and it was like evening mm -hmm. and I was like probably seventh grade and she had her two friends with her and they're like, you like her, don't you? And I was like, I mean, yeah, like we were just hanging out in my front yard and I was like, yes, no, like, you should kiss her. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> and they're like, no, you should. Like, and I was like, uh, and so then it all came down to like this moment where it was like, fucking do it, buddy. And like, I think I kissed her mouth. I know that I lunged my face towards her face <laughs> and contact happened. Lunged. You lunged your face towards her face. <laughs> and contact happened. And then I was like, gotta go. And then I went inside. I was like, I gotta go inside. And then I, that, that was the end of that very awkward moment. Yeah. I was like peer pressured into it by her friends. Well, my first kiss was super awkward because it happened at a summer camp and the kid that, that wanted to kiss me was like three feet shorter than me. Bruh, sure. you were he kissing was like a, a baby? He was like a midget, <laughs> I swear to God. You were kissing a baby? No. <laughs> and so he had to like stand on a stump Oh no! And, and That's actually kind of cute. That's kind of so cute. awkward. Everyone was like, "You must, you have to kiss." Like, da, 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 da. and then he lunged his face at you so hard he fell off the stump, huh? Pretty much. And then yeah. he ran away. Literally, he ran. 
and it was really awkward and that we didn't talk for the rest of camp because we were I should so add this to the 8750 new guest interview your first kiss that's yeah. always a funny story that is a funny I was drunk my first kiss what <gasps> no do you remember because she was 25 no I was I was in ninth <laughs> grade when I got my first kiss why are you well, drinking in ninth grade dude okay you remember that story I told you where I puked at school on my principal's shoes all right so this is like part of that same story. So we went back to my house and we were all drinking, right? And uh, I don't want it to be that kind of meme, but it was me and like three guy friends, okay? Oh no. <laughs> no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not as bad as you oh, think. Oh, Vex, you're in trouble. You gotta get out of there. It's not as bad as you think. Okay, one of these guys I had like a really, really big crush on since like- That doesn't make grade. him a good guy. I know. But like he wasn't really into me, and I would like to put you know who okay you know who the band the used is right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You Four o'clock you know, in the fucking morning. Yeah. You know what Burt McCracken looks like? No. The singer. No. But I'm gonna wait. Google the used. It. Now I don't know if I do know who the used is. I was thinking AFI. They look kind oh, of similar. AFI was dope. I yeah. loved them. Um, but basically, this kid looked like. A young Burt McCracken, essentially, we'll say. Burt McCracken. That is such a funny name. (laughs) Burt McCracken. (laughs) Uh, Hello, I'm Burt McCracken. (laughs) But he also had, like, the most magnificent hair I've ever seen on a man. Like, it's insane how beautiful this guy's hair was. So we, we were all really drunk, and then, like, we started just, you know, like, kissing. That's all. And then, yeah, we went, that's it. That was it. And then we're like, oh, we got to get back to school. There you I go. mean, you guys being drunk is kind of mature for a ninth grader. But I could see a kiss being more an, an intentional thing when you're in ninth grade. I was like in seventh grade. So again, lunge at the face. Mm-hmm. Contact, I believe, was made. And then ran away with my tail between my legs. I'm like, I got to go inside. I think Bye. I was in like third grade and this kid was in like second grade this mid when this Dang. what the fuck yeah and like every How weird kiss each other da, 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 da. And so that's what happened it's fucking stump kiss with a midget <laughs> that's that is a great and, name you know for a podcast right the there tramp, it's it's kelsey and the stump there you go <laughs> <laughs> fucking awkward but yeah, no, it's just, again, so if we just, sorry, circle back because this is a Last of Us review, not a First Kiss review or whatever. Um, Yeah, it's weird. This whole episode was weird. If they wanted to do this, they should have waited till the second season because we didn't, again, too many filler episodes that have no contribution to the plot in your first season. Now we have two more episodes of this season, which I imagine the last one is probably going to be like an hour and a half, like how the first episode was an hour and a half. That was the only way I could think of how they're going to pull this off because they showed what's going to happen next week. And I know what part that is in the game. That's mm-hmm. the whole, uh, yeah. So yeah, there, the episodes will definitely be a mm. bit longer, but yeah, it's just, this is this fucking show, man. I don't, I don't, I they, don't if you think about it, you played the entire first game before the DLC came out. So why not make that the first episode of season two? That's what I'm saying. And then give us, just develop fucking Ellie. Like, I don't understand how this is so hard. You have two lead characters that we're supposed to give a flying fuck about. And I could care less whether they live or survive. I honestly don't care if Joel lives or dies. Because yeah, he just, I know. he's just been a fucking <laughs> pussy this whole time. He's just a, I'm a hardcore man. And then we go see Tommy. He's like, you're a fucking bitch for having a family. Go away. You know, 
Well, and, and they he's know, like, I can't handle it no more. I'm tired. Exactly. They know how to do character development because they did that with Bill and Frank in yeah. one episode. Yeah. They know how to do it. They just are refusing to do it for our two main characters. For some I think it's because they took time. They knew episode three was going to be a big deal. And they're like, here's another chance for us to make a moment. Here we go. Why so would they you really... not make your entire show a big deal? Here's because the thing. <laughs> The Last of Us, the show, is just their vehicle to more, like, agenda pushing. But here's the thing. Every single time they get they do character development, they fucking off those characters. So, like, I don't give a fuck about the two characters that are supposed to live through this season. But I cared about fucking Henry and Sam. I thought they were adorable. And then what the fuck did they do? Kill them both. Yeah. I cared about Bill and Frank. And then they kill them both and then i started to care about tess there for a hot second and then they fucking offed her too and i felt like we had no time getting to know her and her death was fucking gross and it wasn't even like tragic it was just disgusting i and totally so, forgot she she made out with the mushrooms yeah yeah she that sure was did. so unnecessary so unnecessary but like they know how to do the character development they just choose to do it on characters that fucking are gonna die and it's like, why are they doing this to us? Like, are they I, trying to be Game of Thrones? Like, where you see, fall in love with these characters and then they and fucking now, die? This is the point I made a couple episodes ago, is that this is, they're trying to make it out like we need to care about Joel and Ellie, but really, Joel and Ellie are just kind of the pieces to put together the story of this world. Yeah, it's everything else that's... I think that they, they know that The Last of Us was, like, that story was hailed as a very good story in a video game. So they were like, we already have that. That's locked. All we have to do is film that, and we're pretty much good. In the meantime, we can add some stuff to this Bill and Frank thing. We can make that this, its own thing. Because I think that they just figured that the Joel and Ellie stuff, that's locked, dude. We got that. All you got to do is just film what happened in the game. Done. That's such lazy writing, though, because it's different from a game to a fucking screen. And a lot of the people who are watching this show never played the game like myself. So it's like, you don't have that unlock, you dipshits. Like, put some fucking, like, thought into these characters. Like, we need yeah. to actually get to know them to give a fuck. Nobody's going to watch season two if it keeps going at this oh, pace. Oh, no one's going to watch season two for a lot of reasons. <laughs> no, oh, I, I can't wait. It'll be like, um, oh God, what's the what's the other show that everybody hates that's gotten more than um, Game of Thrones? No, not Game of Thrones. Uh, it's no. a Disney show. Give me more. It's a Disney show. Star Wars. Uh, Book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian. Did Obi people hate Kenobi. Mandalorian season two? No, nah, people love Mandalorian. Fuck, there's another show that people hate watch. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Did and has that or. second season come out for that already? No, just one season of so Obi Wan, one season of Andor, two seasons. I need two seasons at least. Uh, there's three. There's one of Book of Boba Fett, and there's two seasons of Mandalorian. But you just said that nobody hates the Mandalorian, so that's not it. Okay, well let's pretend everybody does hate the Mandalorian. What's your point? I forgot what my point is. <laughs> it's it oh, is late. No. We've been podcasting for a while. It, it I thought this was going to be short. Um, it's never it short when it's us. Let's I face know. it. True. I know. Every time I'm like, Mrs. Yeti, dude, I'm gonna. We're we're not doing news. We're just gonna jump right into the episode. And then but we this talk episode for pissed us off. Pissed us off so much though. Fifty be minutes before we even got to the review. Content, bro. Now you got content. In case your Saturday guest bails on you as well. 
speaking of Saturday, what you up to? <sighs> Bruh. Hanging with us. That's what's up. Yay. Okay. <laughs> Let me put it down as a tentative. No, not a tentative. An 80% yes. What the fuck else would you be doing? I have plans to get a YouTube video out by Sunday because like according to my YouTube analytics, Sunday is my hot day. Oh. So I'm, I want to try and get a video out, but I haven't finished the game yet. And on top of recording tonight, I'm on tomorrow night's not bad, but then Thursday night I'm on another podcast. And then Friday night I'm on Mrs. Cannoli's podcast. Hmm. And then Saturday I got to go to work. And I'm right, going to be bum fuck tired because I'll be up on Mrs. Cannoli's podcast the day before. You do what you got to do. We'd love to see you around if you want to come hang out. Oh, that was so sweet of you. Yeah, okay, now I'm at like a 90%. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Gaining right. points over here, Yuffie right, Ball. Right, okay, I'm at like a 90%. You know how like when you do something right and then you're like, what did I do? Shit, I don't remember. <laughs> what did I do you right? Didn't... I want to recreate it. Okay, okay. Here's what you can recreate. You didn't fuck on me. You were just a genuine. You were just like, oh, like we'd love to have you on. And I was like, oh, well, if that's you're busy, like, because if you're doing like your YouTube, like you're doing your YouTube channel is like important to you and all that kind of stuff. So you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> it's like 95% now. <laughs> oh, all you got to do is like respect her. <laughs> Look at that. Look how many points you're gaining, everybody. I don't like this. Vex, get your get your fucking ass to the show on Saturday. God okay, damn it. Listen, listen. Okay, here's here's the other thing though I can put in your realm just to prey on or send what? energy out to. Okay. There's supposed to be a really, really big snowstorm hitting this Friday. So as a result, because it takes me an hour to drive to work, right? In normal yeah. conditions. Yeah. If there is a snowstorm, I get the day off work, which means I can make my YouTube video on Friday during the day. What game are you playing? Atomic Heart. Oh, that's the one with the <laughs> undoable trophies. Yes, and the one that everybody wants to fucking cancel because Ukraine. Oh, right, 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 right. Oh, Russia. Yeah. 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 So, no, but like, I just, because Hi-Fi Rush was so good that I'm having trouble having motivation to play Atomic Heart. Oh, that happened with me and Elden Ring. Elden Ring ruined me. I tried to play the new horizon after Elden Ring. And I was like, I don't even fucking care. That's exactly, that's exactly how I feel right now. If I had a bit of a buffer, I mean, maybe it'd be, be better, but you know, fucking, you know, reviews, you can't really take a buffer, especially when you're a small channel. So nope. Gotta get them out. Exactly. Them out. Okay. Yeah. That's, well, cool. I need to fucking finish at least more of this game. I've got like 30% of the review actually written to be fair. I could write, the whole thing if i really wanted to but i well, want stop to talking to us all night get get it on i gotta go to bed now dude it's fucking 12 it's almost 12 30 in the morning i still gotta well, shower maybe in an hour and a half your roommate will come and sneak into your room and go and show you around them all that's fucking creepy i live in the middle of nowhere that's a real possibility that someone's with your parents so imagine it's your your mom busting and be like hey through hey, your guy. window your mom who lives there. You know what? I actually genuinely, genuinely have a fear that like someone might be standing outside my window one night. That's a genuine fear I have. Because when I look out my window, because we're just surrounded by dense woods, really. And like a couple months ago, they found a body not too far from here. Um, what? It was wild. Oh Why my do you God. tell me this stuff when we've been recording for 177 minutes? I 
Now I gotta know about that. Yeah. Okay, so there was a guy that went missing in like just not December. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, he went oh, missing okay. in. I want to say it was August or September and he's from Toronto. So like we're hour, hour and a half ish away from Toronto, depending on what route you take. So guy went missing in Toronto and there were a bunch of like news articles and posts about missing person information wanted. Then in December, it was someone living near me. They have like, there's a lot of people that have ponds because it's kind of a wetland area where we're at. So one of the properties had a really large pond and they noticed like throughout the winter and stuff, like, oh, there's like something floating in the pond, but like, it's probably just like a trash bag or something. It's just garbage. I'll wait for it to thaw out. And then we had a thaw out period in December and it turns out it was one of those giant hockey bags and they had stuffed that missing guy in it and thrown (sighs) it into that pond. Oh no. Cause I was hoping when you said somebody went missing, that it was like somebody got lost in the woods or they went out and committed suicide. No, no, no. He was in the city when he went missing. But if he was found in a hockey bag, yeah. someone put him in the hockey bag. And here's the thing. Is That's like, the I, worst case scenario. I live in an area where you don't just randomly like find a spot to dump a body. You have to know your way around here to know that pond was there. Because when I've driven past that area and you wouldn't be able to tell from the roadside whether it's winter or spring that there's a pond there. Well, that's fucking horrific. That I is know. horrific. I know. So like a gen like I guess now in the winter time it's like it's more obvious because there'd be footprints or whatever, right? Um also like the camera like we have cameras around all corners of the house and like they blink whenever it like a movement is triggered. And even by the front door, like within 50 feet of the front door, the like doorbell ring will go off to trigger that someone's like standing there. But yeah, it's a genuine fear. Cause the other thing too is like the woods behind our house. So when my parents first moved here, I went and like I decided to be a fucking nerd, let's say. And I wanted to fucking, you know, uh, inventory the woods behind them. So I started like categorizing mushrooms and trees and shit like that. And I found a little patch where it looked like someone had been living because there were like food cans and fucking like old boots and socks and stuff and just like ripped up bags. You are properly freaking us out right before Betty by time. Yeah. Yeah. And then like not last summer, but the summer before there was like, so the highway exit where I get off and it's like 15 minutes from that. Yeah. Before. Here's more. Yeah. I, know, I was just thinking <laughs> there that. Was, I was like, <laughs> there was oh, a damn. straight, just homeless dude. Like this is not a, like an easy spot to get to even from the highway. There was just a straight homeless dude, middle of nowhere, just living at the gas station at that corner for an entire summer. Jeez. I and. Find- bones yes and (laughs) to add on (laughs) there's there's a men's shelter about 20 minutes away from me Ooh, yeah so you just got the best of the best showing up in your neighborhood that's not honestly it was just the dead body part is what really freaked me out because again you unless you knew the area you wouldn't know that pond is there so it just makes me wonder how much of the area do other people know or are aware of where they could just, you know, slink in. Cool. Yeah. Cool so yeah, story. Genuine, genuine fear. Hey, Kelsey, how's it going being alone in your house tonight? Not cool. Not cool. Wait, man. <laughs> aren't you in? Aren't you in a neighborhood though, Kelsey? Yeah. Yeah. yeah there you go. It's I, different when you live in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. I do have a military guy that lives right next to me, and he's cool. Nice. He's the first guy you got to suspect. No. She'll be. Vex, right. how close is your closest neighbor? I think I asked you before. Um, okay, my neighbors are actually not that far, to be honest. Like, there's 
I would say it's like 200 feet on either side. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, that's kind of the spacing it, we got up here. Yeah, but it's like, it's on one, it's pretty dense bush to go through. It's not as bad in the wintertime now, but in the summertime, <laughs> you can't go through there at all. Dense bush. Yes. That's what they called Kelsey back in college. You can call oh, one of yeah. the clips of this episode dense bush. There you go. When you clip this together for the upload, dense bush. I was kind of hoping bush. it would be like bit on the tit. That that can be the first part. <laughs> the first part was going to be called bit tit, and I was already thinking of how to make AI generated art for a spider that's not like gross. Like you wouldn't want to click on a gross spider, you know what I mean? But like a cutesy spider, you might want to click on. And then this is just gonna be the Last of Us Part Six review plus other shenanigans. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, part Last of Us Seven. Um. But yeah, the other the other neighbor lives like there. It's pretty easy to get to their yard, but they're like an old couple that kind of just doesn't. They're friendly, mm-hmm. but they keep to themselves. But on the plus side, there is a pretty notable gun range near me. And one, there's another guy past the old couple. He basically just owns the site for essentially like resource management. He's just a rich guy that owns land. But I'm pretty sure he uses that property to fire off his own guns because I hear it every Sunday. Mm. Yeah, I hear people shooting up here too. And I'm like, yeah. Bro, we we live pretty spread out i don't know if we live that spread out for you to be mm-hmm. popping off in your yard but alas there they go dude i it's... used to hear gunshots all the time in the city i know dude it yeah <laughs> it got weird in your neck of the woods it got downhill <laughs> fast oh yeah we got the fuck out of there at the peak of all that mm. mm-hmm. brutal yeah. all right well thanks for coming and hanging out guys sorry to keep yeah. you up so late oh, it was fine. fun time don't worry it's okay yeah all right yeah. later boners later, later boners